This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Thank you very much, John Heil, and good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for a very special edition of Coach's Corner, uh, brought to you by our great friends here at Ison's Family Pizza, along with Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. We have 10 area girls basketball coaches uh, on the show tonight. We're going to lead off uh, with the gentleman right here from Batesville, Indiana. He's in his third year coaching the Lady Bulldogs. He is Coach Brian Helvey. Brian, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Bryce, for having me. It is a pleasure to have you, sir. And uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts of, uh, of the sectional and maybe talk a little bit in detail about your last couple of games, your thoughts on the season as a whole. You know what? It's it, we've gone. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster. You know, we've battled a bunch of different things. Uh, we battled some injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've we've had a number of different lineups out there. Um, you know, some younger girls have had quite a bit of playing times. You know, our seniors have have taken a bulk of that as well. Right. So, you know, all in all, um, maybe the win number, the win total isn't as maybe what we hoped, mm-hmm. but uh, like where we are heading into the tournament, and I guess as as a coach. I mean, we've had a couple really nice practices leading in mm-hmm. into the tournament here. So I'm excited. Uh, you know, we're, obviously, we're going to get to play Greensburg at Greensburg. So we've played them twice yes. this year. So we split with them over right. the course of the year. So we've each won on our home court. So I guess, uh, you know, we'll see what this third time does. Well, since you've already kind of opened up the door to that, let's go ahead and talk about those right now. The first go around, that was that was good for you guys, uh, 55 to 37, the final goal. Final score, play back on December the 17th. It was at your place. Uh, what went right for you that night? You know, uh, balanced scoring, I think, uh, you know, we did a really nice job. We watched a little bit of that film tonight. We had a team dinner tonight, and I threw that on for just a little while. Let the girls kind of look and see some of the things we did. I don't know how many were really paying attention because they were, you know, it was, it was time to eat and time to talk, and, and that's that's great. Wait, you know, wait, Coach, i, I got to enter. What was on the menu tonight? I need to know. Uh, there were some two or three different kinds of pastas. So okay, I, pasta's good. Yep, the parents Solid did, choice. Yeah, the pasta, the, uh, the, the parents did a wonderful job. Uh, you know, they are we, we have great support from our parents yeah. and i really appreciate their efforts but uh fantastic but we you know the first time around we were really balanced our scoring i think like nine or ten girls actually scored in yeah. that game so uh you know we were led uh, had two girls in double figures with peter ali peters and carly pride so you know fast forward you know then to the second to last game of the year and uh, mm-hmm. we go there right um you know we didn't have as, as much of a scoring out but we still we still did score 37 points but um Callie Kaiser did a really nice job the second time around yeah and um so you know the, she ended up with 15 points I think was first or second on the team in rebounding yeah you know our big thing we're gonna have to we're gonna have to answer is uh Leah West really took it to us offensively uh she scored 26 in that uh that second meeting so you know, we're going to have to correct that. Yeah, she was be... 8 of 14 from the field. She had one three-pointer along the way. And uh, what did she end up doing at the free-throw line? She was uh, 7 of 14, yeah, so, so only she... 50%, but she was certainly there on volume. Right, and if she if she hits a few more of those, she's she's approaching that 30-point mark. Right. So so we're going to have our hands full there. We, you know, we know that they've got uh, – it's a young group for them, but we also know that they're a very talented group. So, right. um, you know, we're going to have to play well. You right. know, and I, I guess, you know, if you're going to win a tournament time – 
you better be playing well. Um, not many people have that luxury of right. kind of coasting through. Right. I think one thing that you did really, really well the first go-around against the Pirates was rebounding. You really took it to them on the glass, I thought. We rebounded much better. We limited their number of opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, gave them, you know, give them one chance right. at the other end, get some rebounds, transition back. Um, that's always going to be a bonus, no matter when you play or who you play. Right. Um, if you limit their number of opportunities and you take care of the basketball on your end, and, and our turnover number was down that game as well. Mm-hmm. So, which we've actually, we've done a really nice job, you know, improving right. um, toward the end of the year with our number of turnovers. So I'm, I'm pretty pleased with where we are in that account. But we're going to have to have that kind of uh, effort on Wednesday night. Uh, yeah. Low turnovers, big numbers on the boards. And we're going to shoot the ball pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you only had and the second game against Greensburg. You only had uh, thirteen, and uh, that, that's you know that's that's a number that a lot of coaches would be happy with. And and I think at times, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, that that I've seen this team play and break a press well. It's sometimes it's in the half court set where things go a little bit sideways from time to time. Well, and I you know I, even against South Decatur toward you know, our last game of the year, I thought we handled their pressure uh, really well. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, you know, I don't know what that is. I think maybe maybe we see the court a little bit better in the full court because it's spread out a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, you're right. And, and a lot of those turnovers, you know, you can have 13 turnovers, and that doesn't really scare me a lot as long as they're the turnovers that are, you know, we're attacking the basket right. or we're going toward our basket and we're not turning the ball over in the backcourt or we're not, you know, giving them easy layups um, at their end. So right. how those turnovers come about sometimes are as important as anything. You closed out the season with a game against South Dakota, and you mentioned it a little bit in passing here. 46-27 was the final score. Not really a game where you ever dominated any particular quarter, but was just kind of a steady progression throughout the game to where you could uh, come up with a nice, healthy margin of victory. It probably was one of our more balanced. You know, we 11 points in the first quarter, 14, 13, and then 8. Um, you know, Tyler does a nice job with South Dakota. You know, I, it's one of those you know, situations where, you know, it's, it's nice to have a non-conference game probably for both of us at the end. We're not worried about that, you know, something on being on the line. We can work on a few things, both groups, you know, same thing with South Decatur, you know, when they come to our place, you know, they get to work on some things that they're trying to prepare for the section. Well, I, we were doing that and, uh, you know, we ended up, Allie had 16 and, and uh, Carly Pride, it really got us off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Senior night, she had a couple threes early, so... That really picked us up and kind of put us off, you know, the right direction. Dealing with the injuries that you had this year, especially at the guard position, um, somebody has to step in and step up. And, and what did you see out of your players this year when trying to trying to fill the roles that were vacated by others who simply couldn't go? Right. You know, and I guess that's that's been a challenge for us. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no secret. You know, we've got uh, you know Sophie Gazelle has done a nice job, but it, you know, point guard's not her natural position. Right. And, and you, we've asked a lot out of her, Emma Weiler. Probably not. She's probably not the most comfortable at the point guard position. So we've asked a lot out of her at times, and and so you know we've kind of it's been kind of by committee, right? And uh, and you know as well as I do, you've watched enough uh, basketball, whether that's on the boy side or the girl side. Mm-hmm. You know, having consistent guard play is is yeah. huge. Um, so we're learning, and yeah. and you know we're still learning, and you know thankfully that you know we're gonna we're getting better as the season goes on, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Carly Pride has stepped in and and helped us a little bit at that guard position. You know, even county tournament time, Claire Sainer stepped in. So we've had different girls step up and, and really kind of assume roles 
that maybe they're not real comfortable with, and hopefully that pays off in yeah. the long run. I was uh, talking earlier today, one of the interviews that we'll have on later is uh, with the gentleman that you played uh, most recently, Tyler Johnson at South Decatur, and it really kind of the same situation where uh, he's putting somebody that's not a natural point guard in a point guard spot. That's that's a big ask for a high school kid. It's a huge ask, and especially if, if, if you're in your first or second year right. of playing. Right. You know, boy, there's, there's a big difference between eighth grade basketball in varsity right. basketball. Um, I don't care how talented you are. It, it's a big jump. You know, the season's a lot longer. The girls are a lot more physical. Um, so it's difficult, and you just hope that uh, by the season's end, which I think that's where we're at, that we've learned some lessons and we've gotten better, and, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with where we are right now. Biggest surprise for this team this year for you is what? I think how we've handled some of those adversities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having six seniors on the team, I think, helps. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some girls that have been through uh, through some of these things. But there again, um, you know, we didn't have a ton of varsity experience, you know, coming back through that, right. through those six seniors. So I like the way that we've made some adjustments, and, and you know, I didn't really know how that would go. But I've uh, been pretty pleased with that. All right. Well, Coach, before we let you go, and we have a little bit of time here left, I uh, just want to highlight maybe a little bit about your about your junior varsity. Talk about some of those younger kids that are going to be filling those uh, shoes of uh, varsity players because you have six seniors that are going to say so long at the end of this year. Right. And, and you know, for you know for Olivia Rob, Carly Pride, uh, Sarah Ripberger, Gabrielle Elston, Bree Wells, and Callie Kaiser, uh, those six seniors have been, have been great for our program. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all assumed different roles. Um, that's that's very difficult for seniors. Uh, sometimes if they're not out there all the time, um, you know the roles that they play in practice, off the floor, in the classroom, those kind of things. Um, been very very pleased with with where they are and how they've led this year. As far as some of the younger players, the JV group, you know they had a, they've had a really good season, double digit wins. Um, but that's kind of been by committee as well because mm-hmm. as I start pulling some of these younger girls up, the you know Annie Annie Negavetich, Lydia Haskamp, uh, Claire Sainer, I mentioned uh, Negavetich. Cool. By the way, is my favorite name to say now. By the way, that's good. Say, it's yes. not an easy one, yes. so if you've got it down, I got it so. down. Player, all you want now, coach. I got I got her nailed. You're good to go. So, <laughs> you know, core deputy stepped in. So, so we've got a lot of younger players that are coming. But again, you know, as we as we exit this year, which we hope it's not for a little while. Um, right now, we're going to lean on that senior group here to kind of drive us through. All right. Well, Coach, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on the show through many times throughout the season, and we wish you all the best on Wednesday night. Uh, good luck to you and the Lady Bulldogs. All right. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you. Brian Helvey, head coach of the Batesville Lady Bulldogs. We're going to take a commercial timeout, and when we return, we will bring in Mylan's Carissa Voss. You're listening to a very special edition of Coach's Corner. It's the girls' basketball sectional preview show on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Beats for the Best Pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. 
back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. It is great to be with you again on this Monday night, the final night of January, January 31st. We're here at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for that special edition of Coach's Corner, our girls' basketball sectional preview show. Big thanks to Brian Helvey, uh, the uh, head coach and athletic director out of Batesville, who joined us for the first segment. We have uh, eight more to go after our next guest, and that will be Mylan's Carissa Voss. And Mylan, uh, Mylan's uh, great to have her. Uh, uh, Carissa, it's good to have you here tonight. Let's talk a little bit about these Mylan Lady Indians, but before we talk about your team and when we when we had you on earlier this season yes uh, we talked about the trials and tribulations of being a first-year head coach a lot of time has passed between then and now it has what have you learned Oh, my goodness. I don't think we have enough time to talk about all the things that I've learned. Uh, we're still trying to balance things. So being a lay coach, I mean, that that is a different kind of challenge. And yeah. so I'm really blessed with a job that I'm able to uh, control my schedule a little bit. So we've made some adjustments. So there's a little more time before practice. Um, and then, man, you add my kids in the mix. And uh, now we've got three playing. So I've got a freshman playing JV. I've got two eighth grade girls. And we're still in season. And so... Um, and a husband that's coaching and refereeing with me. And so uh, last sometimes week. Sometimes both at the same time. Yeah, sometimes both at the same time. Absolutely. Uh, so I think last week we had games Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, my goodness. Saturday. That's insane. And so, um, yeah, just, you know, you you're, you're, you don't think that you're capable of things. And you learn that, you know, your body and your mind and your family, when you all work together. Right. You can really pull some things off that you didn't think yeah. were going to be possible. Well, and, so. and, and another thing that creeps up is a situation where, because we wanted to have you on the show a little bit not too long ago, and, yeah. you, and you had to step back because you actually had to fill in at a lower yes. level. Yes, and so, I mean, COVID provides an extra little uh, additional challenge, let's say. Right. And uh, first year coach, you know, you put some of these coaches in some situations and, and sometimes they've got some things going on. And so, yeah, you've got to fill in those spots. And so... I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity and grateful for the, all the flexibility and the people that we have surrounding us. So Fan- we've got got some pretty good people surrounding me. Fantastic. Well, let's take a let's take a big picture look at your team right now. First year is in the books. Yep. Had a little bit of chance to reflect on. I know the sectionals ahead, but yes. you, you had to take a step back and say, okay, what did we do well and what didn't we do well? Let's start with the positives. What did you like about this team in 2021-22? Yeah. So I I really like how they've responded to me. I think I've got a little bit of a different coaching style. Um, than they've been accustomed to. And so I think they've really responded well to energy. Um, I feel like we've stayed really positive throughout the year. I think one of the biggest accomplishments we had is we've really done some character character building and some soul searching. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some games a couple weeks ago. Um, Rising Sun, a team that we got down 14, you know, and came back and were leading the game with a minute and a half to go. And I think if you look at that team in the beginning of the season, I don't know that we can overcome that adversity. Right. Um, we did the same thing two nights later. We got down 14 to Shaw mm-hmm. and came back and beat them seven. Right. And so I think that our girls are really starting to um, buy into what they're capable of. And I think they're starting to believe in themselves. Um, what I've seen all year, you know, we've talked about control what you can control and I want to see that um, your performance match what I see in you and so I think we're that's all starting to come together with this team in addition to the buy-in which is certainly part of the process whenever you bring whenever a new coach is involved you got to buy into what that coach is doing and it sounds like that the girls are responding and the energy seems to be there what else has this team done well um, I really feel like we've we've increased our basketball IQ a lot. Um, at the beginning of the season, we really had to adjust our offense. Um, 
to what they could understand. And so we really just simplified at the beginning of the year to try to teach them some basketball skills um, to where we really couldn't run a set offense because we just weren't there yet. We didn't understand, you know, some simple offensive concepts that needed to be done. And so, so just simply throwing the ball out and, yeah, okay, let's play. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's just pass, cut, and screen away. Can we just figure out how to pass, cut, and screen away? And so now, you know, they've really started to understand those concepts, and we've been able to put some different offenses in. Um, man-to-man defense, that's another thing that they've just really come along and developed a little more of an attitude and are starting to understand more things. And so I just think they're just they're such a they're such a team. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really any individuals that um, you know nobody's out for themselves. They really look for each other. Right. They're they're starting to play well together, and they've just learned just a tremendous amount of information this year. So I've really been proud of them. Uh, it's a lot. That's a lot to bring in for sure. Um, every team has a stumbling block or two. What's been your, what's been yours? You know, I really think for us, it's it's meeting that um, we talk about their potential versus their performance, mm-hmm. and um, really that we've we've really kind of in the first probably seven games um, really started to perform a lot well, and then we to perform a lot better, and then um, I just think we hit a mental block. It was like it was like okay, well, we've made it to the season and we've had three wins, and we've only had one in the last two seasons, and so yeah. I'm good with that. So really pushing through that wall of expecting more out of themselves um, and realizing that they're capable of of more. So that's been a huge stumbling block for us to just not be satisfied with being better than we were in years past, but really letting that uh, performance and potential come together. Any game in particular this season that you thought, this is is what I thought I could see out of my team this year? Um, you know, I really thought against Rising Sun that first time we played them, mm-hmm. um, when we beat them by double digits, I feel like we were really kind of firing on, a, on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, we took that Christmas break, and it's taken us a while to lift that Christmas fog. Um, I saw a lot of good things um, against Shaw, mm-hmm. that character, and some just I saw some grit that I really hadn't seen all year. Uh, I really feel like we turned a corner. And as weird as this may sound, we played Waldron last Thursday night. You know, Waldron is a great team. Um, somebody that we went in, and I don't really think the girls had any expectations for that game. And um, they just played very relaxed. They didn't panic. Um, and so I feel like there's been like three three games where we've really shifted. And if we can right. put all those three shifts together, we can put something uh, good for the weekend. So. Right. Well, you talk about uh, playing relaxed. And certainly with you guys going into uh, the sectional, um, your team's probably flying under the radar a little bit. Yes, your team absolutely. can afford to go in and play loose. Absolutely. And so uh, we've really kind of we've kind of taken the Bengals approach the yeah, last we two go. weeks. You know, why not I was us? waiting for our first Bengals yeah. reference Ooh, tonight. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, it's been really hard not to say something up to this point. <laughs> we're, we're still flying pretty high at our house. Yes, we um, are too. But, you know, taking that mentality of why not us. Mm-hmm. You know, play relaxed. We have nothing to lose. Right. We're going to go out there and play the best game of the season and put everything together. And if we can match that effort and our skill, you know, I really think we've got something good going into the sectional. Well, you have you have the uh, the opportunity to, to sit back and watch a bit because you have the bye game. You're going to take on the winner of North Decatur and South Ripley, two teams that you had faced during the regular season. Give me a give me a little coach speak here about both both of your potential opponents. Well, I really um, so North Decatur most recently. Um, we didn't play them very well in the first half. I really feel like the second half we came out and we beat them 18 to 15. Uh, we made some really nice adjustments, learned a lot about ourselves, learned a lot about North Decatur. Uh, North Decatur's got a nice team, a nice young group. Nice young group, um, yes. They really play with a lot of confidence, 
And I feel like if we can match that intensity, um, I feel like we match up pretty well with North Decatur. South Ripley, uh, we had them early on in the season. So I'm anxious to kind of see they're all put back together. They were kind of disheveled in that first game. Kind of watch them a little bit. We have to play really good defense. Um, they're playing with a lot of confidence, you know, coming off those two wins against Jacksonville. Right. And so um, that's really going to be a battle for us. Uh, but I feel like um, if we can and put some intensity together, we can really make a good go of it. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about team and we've talked a lot about games. We haven't talked a lot about personnel. So yes. uh, give me some of the kids that are that are really leading you this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got to mention our seniors. Um, they've been really great leaders for us. They've really um, adjusted well to me. So Riley Clark and Audrey Schmidt, um, they are just a nice little dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riley knows that she can depend on Audrey. She throws the ball in her vicinity and, and Audrey's got great hands. She's going to catch it and she's going to do something with it. Um, you know, we have, uh, some great sophomores. So Riley Schwips has really improved this year, um, has really matured a lot on the basketball floor and has been doing some good things for us. Uh, Rachel Holt, you know, just an athlete. Mm-hmm. So just to harness that and to really make her um, into a competitive basketball player, you know, she's done some great things for us. Uh, McKaylee Riviera, just somebody who's super consistent, works really hard, um, just has really great work, work ethic with us. And, um, and I put some freshmen in some situations, you know, we're super young and, um, Autumn Rorig and Kendall Bud and Gabby Williamson have really stepped up for us and really fulfilled some roles, um, that they're probably not comfortable with. And, um, I've really challenged them and I really feel like they faced that head on and done a really good job for us. As a team, you always talk about you, you, as a team, you want to see grow from the beginning of the season to the end. And, And I know you've seen that individually who's grown the most for you. Oh, my goodness. And you can, um, you can give more. Than yeah, I mean, oh, my goodness. I feel like I've put a lot on our freshmen, uh-huh. um, and I think that's in part because they are the group that has had me most recently, and so I feel like, you know, they've really grasped those concepts because they remember those from last year, me having them as eighth graders. Um, and, to you know, to go from an eighth grader who, I mean, unfortunately, that group has not had a lot of success. You know, they've really struggled in getting wins, um, but they really work hard. I mean, I... Autumn Rorg and Kendall Bud have just improved exponentially. We defend we depend on them a lot defensively. Right. I can put them in for some girls um, and really get them and um, get them a blow, and you know they do a really good job for us. So as a you know from baseline to getting to the varsity level, absolutely those freshmen. Um, God, I could talk about all the girls. I could sit here and talk <laughs> about five minutes how much everybody has improved. Um, you know, Rachel Swips is somebody that came in and was super timid uh-huh. and just really wasn't sure of herself. And um, we've really tried to build her up this year. And I feel like, you know, she's given us some good minutes and some and doing some good things. Um, I, I mean, I could. I could go right. on about anybody because, I mean, they've just done a really great job this year. I'm really proud of them. Well, last question, Coach. Are you and your husband going to uh, uh, splurge for a $5,500 upper level ticket? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I, I think that's out of our pay grade. It's out of yeah. <laughs> Coach, I really appreciate, appreciate right. you coming tonight. It's great to catch up with you. All the best to you in the postseason. Thank you. Thank Who you day? very much. Who day? Carissa Voss, head coach of the Milan Lady Indians. And when we come back, we will be speaking with Jason Simpson, the head coach out at Greensburg, as the pregame, or the pregame, the uh, girls basketball uh, sectional preview show continues on Coach's Corner here at Ison's Family Pizza on Country 103.9 WRBI.
This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. Thanks again, John Heil. We're back here for Coach's Corner, a special edition, the girls' basketball sectional preview show. Ten coaches with us tonight. We've already heard from Batesville's Brian Helvey and Milan's Carissa Voss as uh, we get ready to bring in uh, Jason Simpson, the head coach at Greensburg. want to mention that again, our sponsors, not only the great pe- people here at Ison's Family Pizza, but we also have Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, some of our other great sponsors. Coach Simpson, welcome uh, here to the show. First time. We've had a chance to talk a few times this year, but the first time here on Coach corner glad, glad you can make it down tonight yeah great to be here thanks for inviting us it, it is our pleasure and uh, let's talk a little bit about the the very young lady pirates team and um, as i've been starting with all of the coaches before we get into details on maybe a specific game or two big picture for this team a young team what were the expectations coming in have you met those expectations and where where do you still need to build at? I would say yes and no. Um, our, our biggest thing coming in, you know, just talking amongst our coaches and everything, was we wanted to be that team early in the year, knowing how young we were going to be. Right. Um, that that we want to we want to scare some people maybe early in the season, but we knew we were going to take our lumps. Right. But we want Greensburg to be that team when that sectional draw happens. They they're not happy to see Greensburg either playing against them or on their side of the bracket and. And I truly think that's where we've gotten to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology. Found that in coaching and things, that might sound a little little silly, but, but mm-hmm. when you're in it and you know it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. We just weren't ready to win right. because I'm a firm believer that, that winning is a skill. You know, there's dribbling, mm-hmm. passing, shooting, all that. Sure. But winning is a skill and losing can also become a skill. And with a group this young, it's it's pretty tenuous, that, that hold that yeah. you have on either of them. Right. And you mentioned it being a skill, but in both cases, too, it could be contagious. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And so we hope that... Uh, our, our most recent successes that we've had ha, have kind of helped us turn that corner, and, and we hope that, that winning becomes more of the habit. Now. Yeah, well, Greensburg, is, is uh, the, the push has been on here. You've won four of your last six, and, and as you mentioned, you, you feel like this team is in a pretty good spot heading into the postseason. I want to talk about your last two games. First, the one that you didn't win first. Let's talk about that one. That was uh, New Pal back on January 25th. You headed up to their place, and it was a 59-51 to 51 final, and, and really um, – you know, they put up 23 points in that second quarter, and that just kind of seemed to, to propel the Dragons a little bit in that direction to where it was tough for you guys to, to catch up after that. Well, I, I was only semi-joking joking with the girls after that game. I said, if I could figure out what causes this, I wouldn't be your coach anymore because I'd be on my own island that I just bought <laughs> because I, I have found the magic elixir. We started out in probably the first 12 minutes of that game. Yeah. You we had a 13-7 lead the other yeah, first quarter. Yeah, uh, playing well. And, you yeah. know, sometimes yeah. you can see one kid starts to struggle here, one kid there. Right. Literally every single kid in a pirate uniform just fell off the cliff oh. immediately. Yeah. And it was uh, – there was no explanation for it. They couldn't give an explanation for it. <laughs> they, they just 
they hit a wall, yeah. and it was just the darndest thing. And I don't know, uh, New Pal's best player was injured and did not play more for precautionary reasons. They mm-hmm. knew that sectional was coming up, so I don't know if it was one of those. We, we got up early yeah. and kind of took a deep breath, thought, oh, she's not playing. This right. is going to be easy. Well, again, with, with such a young bunch, you're playing 18, 17, 18-year-olds, and yeah. you're still just 14, 15. I don't care now that you've got a varsity season under your right. belt. These are old grizzled veterans that we're playing on most nights, and you know, there's times that in games you can almost see those older kids look at them and go, okay, that's cute, freshman. Right. And now watch this, you know. <laughs> and, and so um, they just, they basically ramped up their their energy that they played with, and, and we didn't respond. Yeah. Well, you know, you, a lot of people will look at, you know, things like free throw shooting and field goal shooting and stuff like, and turnovers. Um, but there, there's some stats, if you go just a, another layer down, uh, that probably really told the story in this game than any other. And that would be points off of turnovers, 17-2 to two they got you, and 11-0 on second chance points. You were blanked on any second chance opportunities and they put up 11 there's your game right there 100 percent. and you look like if you look at the normal stats that everybody looks at we won about every single category yes, but those two that's exactly uh, yeah. right and, and so that's why you've got to take that deeper look into you know when you do give up an offensive rebound they're not all created equal right and if they're direct putbacks or you know whatever the case might be and you get outscored like you said 11 mm-hmm. to nothing on those and um it's bad enough to have a turnover, but live ball turnovers mm-hmm. just kill you. And right. we had far too many in that game. And, you know, that's honestly for a team as young as we are, that's something we've actually been very good yeah. about this season is not not turning it over at a very high clip. And so when it happens, I think they struggle yeah. still with, with how to respond to that. Yeah, it happened in droves this game. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, yes, it did. Well, let's, let's talk about a happier time. And, and I'm going to – I don't know if this is the right way to couch it or not, um, but uh, when when I heard the result of this and did not see any details whatsoever, I was thinking this may be a statement win for Greensburg. Do you feel that way after you beat Lawrenceburg fifty one forty two, or is that overstating it? A statement win for ourselves. Yeah, it, it's not to to point it at, in anybody's direction. Sure, but, you know, and, and you I know, did, and I did mean it. That yeah, way, but, but you and I talked about it. I know mm-hmm. before that we played the Batesville game, and we were searching for that elusive thirty-two minutes. And you, know, you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. We've won four out of our last six, and the two that we've lost are games against very quality opponents mm-hmm. in Brownstown and New Pal. Right, uh, Brownstown's going to go into their sectional as the favorite to win it. New pal's going to have. You only lost by what four to them, right? Is that right? Did two or four led led a majority of the game too. And, and again, yeah. it, it's one of those that. But as you and I talked, we were searching for that elusive thirty-two minutes because this mm-hmm. group hadn't figured out a way yet right. to go through those stretches in a game that every team experiences. But how do we pull ourselves out of it? You know, when things aren't going well, and I, I it, as a coach, you kind of get like. I got all emotional about it internally because yeah. we're coming out of timeouts and I hear them talking to each other. Ah. They're not looking to, to only us for the leadership. Right. And it was like, there it is. Yeah. I, I love it. And so, you know, you can hear the, them talking, hey, this has got to be our best defensive possession of the night right here. Right. You know, and, or, hey, we've, we've got to get we got to get a Talia inside so that she you know, just just all the different talk that went on amongst the players right. in that game. It's what we've been looking for, and it was still far from perfect. But you're right. never going to get that in a game. But but to kind of, hopefully, that wasn't a one-off. This right. is that corner that has finally been turned for this group, and and now they just keep pushing on to bigger and better things. Well, the 
one of the same stats that I talked about in the New Pal game, I'm going to mention again, again for this one, and this one went in your favor, and that was points off of turnovers, 23-2. to two. You, And that was a good Lawrenceburg team that you were able to do that Absolutely. against. Plus, you held them to under 30% shooting from the field. So defensively, you had to be very, very happy with the way your team played that. Oh, time. tremendously. And it's funny because, you know, people came up afterwards, oh, man, you guys couldn't guard that cross girl very well. Well, number one, she's a very good player. And she's number an two, player. You, you go back and look. <laughs> She hit a three at the start of the game because we said that's what we're going to give up. Right. And other than that... I and that's she, not her shot. I mean, no. she can hit him, but that's not her shot. Th- exactly. If we're going to give something up, it's going to be that. And I, she ended up with either 15 or 17, and we went back through. Not one basket that she made was uncontested. Right. We guarded her well. She's just a good enough player. Yeah. She's going to get uh, get her points. And Did so, she get you on a like little step-back shot to try to create some space to go over top of your players? She did. Some, yeah. She did, and it was guarded well. Yeah. You, know, what we had, you can't defend uh, that. No, we had our 6-1 center on her who went straight up and was trying not to foul, and she right. just rose up over and hit a tough shot. Yeah. So, um, but, but overall, defensively, what was very, very pleased because that's something that you know this group has never been handed a scouting report until this year, right. and they took that and this was the best that we've executed it for four quarters. Right. It wasn't just a pocket here or there. We, we were locked into the things that we wanted to take away, and everything that they got all night, I, I felt like they had to really work for. Right. So now let's jump ahead now. The regular season is over. We head to the postseason. You guys uh, get to play on Wednesday night against a team that you've already faced twice this season, and that's the Batesville Bulldogs. Uh, almost identical scores in each game. Uh, one went in favor of you. One did not. Let's talk about the one that didn't first, and that was your first meeting uh, at Batesville. Oh, you're going to make me relive that one. You don't have to go into a lot <laughs> no. of details, but yeah. Well, in, in in saying this, this is to take nothing away from Batesville because that was one of those nights where their older kids looked at us and were like, yeah, that's cute. And I, I questioned the entire evening if we had even gotten off the bus yet yeah. because from the word go, right. it was like we didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And we always tell the girls, you know, a lot of times we will not necessarily apologize but say, hey, that was my bad because I got on you in the guts of the game. But then I went back and watched it on film mm-hmm. and it wasn't as bad as it looked. Right. Well, going back and in preparation for the second time we played Batesville, rewatching that game, it wasn't as bad as right. we thought because it was worse. Yeah, It was worse on film. <laughs> I mean, we gave up. Such, Did you burn the film after that? I, I wish I could, but it's all digital now. <laughs> it's all I'll be burning my laptop, so that That's wouldn't expensive. go over That's well. That's expensive. Um, so, you know, that that second time around, it, it was just a matter of us, first of all, showing up with some energy to play mm-hmm. and understanding. Because I, I truly think that, that that night down here, the first time we met, was the first lesson this team learned of it doesn't matter who it is. You've got to show up every single right. night to play period right. because you know you've even mentioned it we've got a lot of sisters and things sure. of, of players so they're very aware of of what's gone on in the past and they knew what they had lost and who was injured and so they showed up and thought oh this is going to be easy well again 18 year olds against 14 year olds and the 18 year olds said okay we're going to show you easy and they just took us out of everything we yeah. wanted to do and we didn't have a response and yeah. so I, I really thought that uh, we came back and locked into that game plan and, and just played with more energy mm-hmm. the second time which led to better execution yeah. and then the outcome becomes what it is and it and it also didn't hurt that you hit 10 to 20 from three-point range either oh, very true and it's, <laughs> it's games, from, games easy when you score it, the ball yeah absolutely <laughs> and you know that's that's really been the bugaboo for this team for a, a good portion of the season yeah. we're getting the people shots that we want to hit them but especially early in the year it's getting caught up to that speed of the varsity game right um 
you know that that shot appears open and when there's a defender flying at you mm-hmm. man i'm not used to that i used to catch that in eighth grade and i get to stand here and check the weather and <laughs> tie my shoe and then i'm still going to be open. a slice of pizza uh, yeah. yeah or i catch and rip and drive and i'm past three defenders right well, well now guess what yeah. a that's scouted b the speed's a lot quicker they're going to rotate so you know just learning those things and and now that we've we've caught up to it i'm not going to say it's easy because right. it's never easy but you can see that they're and still a work in progress oh my yeah, goodness yeah. gracious yes four freshmen and a sophomore start so yeah. you know it, it's not a not an excuse it's a reason there's a reason that things happen to us in the midst of games and uh you know that this group has just continued to work and yeah. you know I, I i'm excited about where we're at but you know that's Crazy, crazy things happen in, in the tournament. No so. question, it's uh, it's a different atmosphere, and you never know uh, how they're going to answer the bell uh, when the when the second season begins. Absolutely, it, 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 it has a different feel to it. Oh, you're not kidding! Yeah. Like, like we were just talking about it after practice today that games games tighten up, they shorten up. Not that you're necessarily nervous, right? Or, or you might not feel like you are, right? But there's a different tension involved. Yeah. And, and games, whether you won by twenty, lost by twenty, won by two, lost by two games shorten up and they tighten up and and every possession has that added pressure to it so you i mean you've got to doesn't matter what the outcome was in the season if you don't come ready to play your season's going to be over all right well coach uh, we wish you all the best on uh, wednesday night against batesville it's great catching up with you thanks for coming down for the show and uh, you know it's nice to get you outside of a gym uh, just to sit down and talk to you thanks for coming down Hey, absolutely and congratulations to you thank you uh, Go Bengals. Yes, all the Bengals fans coming out of the woodwork. All right, thank you, Coach. Jason Simpson, head coach of the Greensburg Lady Pirates. When we come back, it'll be Tyler Johnson, also from Decatur County, over there at South Decatur in Westport. That's next when Coach's Corner continues on Country 103.9 WRBI. We are here for you. At George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values. You and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. Once again, welcome back to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Our special edition, the Girls Basketball Sectional Preview Show, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko. Margaret Mary Health and Bruns Gunswiller. Once again, I am Bryce Kendrick, joined now by second-year head coach of the South Decatur Lady Cougars. He is Tyler Johnson. Coach, good evening, and thanks for being on the show. Well, thanks, Bryce, for for having us coaches over. Appreciate the the invite, and hard to believe we're already here at the uh, sectional week. Hard to hard to believe that the season's going by. It seems like we just started. It's, uh, you know, girls basketball, for whatever reason, it, it feels, you know, they talk about a season being a marathon. Girls basketball, for whatever reason, to me, seems more like a sprint. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, we're as we head into sectional play, before we talk about your matchup uh, this week, give me a big picture right now. I know, I know the team only came away with four wins during the regular season, but what did you like? What have you enjoyed most about this team? I think, you know, this team... You know, as we continue to to build back uh, the program here at South, uh, I think each each season that uh, you know we go through, uh, this being my second year, mm-hmm. we're just looking for improvement. Sure. Um, you know, and, and from year one to year two, 
I thought our defensive average uh, improved a lot. Yeah. Um, I think we're giving up uh, less than, I think, four points fewer than last year. Uh, you know, and, and with this group, you know, I've got two and a half girls that have had varsity experience. Right. Everybody else is, uh, you know, pretty young. So uh, I thought for our young team to to compete like we did throughout the season was really important for us to see as coaches and, and as, a, as a team and program. You know, we lost uh, quite a few close games over the course of the season, and I just we want to get over the hump as we continue to, to build and, and, and build back. So, you know, I, I think the girls, for the for the most part, they never quit. Uh-huh. They always, uh, you know, always came back the next day ready to work. So that was that was important for us to see and refreshing as a coach uh, to work with a, a group that wants to wants to get back at it and wants to improve. And uh, you know, I think in the long haul, over the long term. Uh, that should should serve our our program well. Well, you do have three seniors on the team, and then as you mentioned, uh, you've got some kids that uh, don't have uh, much in the way of varsity experience. And some this is uh, it's kind of baptism by fire because you've got several freshmen that you're playing a lot as well. But uh, talk about your seniors a little bit: uh, Lauren Pate, Brooke Summers, and uh, Kirsten Me- uh, Kirsten Meese. Excuse me. Yeah. So last uh, I guess would have been Saturday. We celebrated their senior day with a win against Denver. Yeah. That was. Uh, that was big for us to get, uh, you know, get the juices flowing again. Uh, you know, we've lost some close games over the last month. And, uh, you know, to, to pull that one out, I thought was, was big for, for those girls. And I thought Lauren really, uh, in particular came out ready to go. I think she dropped 20 against Edmund, yeah. uh, on Saturday. 11 so, in the first quarter. Uh, she, yeah. Yeah. She came out on a mission and, uh, we had a little discussion at the, the beginning of the, the first or the second half and, uh, you know, she, she, you know, you could tell she was locked in, and I thought, uh, you know, that was big for her to, to get her confidence going, going into sectional play. Right. You know, for Brooke, Brooke, I thought, did a really good job for us in, in handling the pressure that Edinburgh brought. You know, turnovers have been a big key for us over the course of the season. And sure. She, she did a good job of helping uh, bring up the ball. You know, she has played a little bit of both for us from the standpoint of, 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 a, of a guard and has played some, you know, as like a power forward. So she has been able to, to be versatile for us. You know, she was out for a couple games uh, for having knee surgery, and I thought it's probably taken her a little bit more to get back going after that. But here in these last few games, her offensive game has, has came back around. So that's good for her. That's great. And then I thought Kirsten, Kirsten had a, a really nice game, too. Um, you could tell that she was just being more aggressive on both ends of the floor. And, uh, you know, for, for us, you know, going into Switzko, I think we've got to have, you know, six, seven girls uh, getting in the score column, filling up the stat sheet for, for rebounding. I think we had 40 uh, rebounds oh on Saturday. How about so that, that? That was big for us to see, yeah. So we're looking forward to, to the to the challenge Tuesday night against Switzko. I mean, we have uh, only been about two weeks, I think, and maybe less since we played them. So, yeah. Um, you know, that wasn't our best game from a turnover standpoint. So, you know, we've made some adjustments here in practice and tried to focus in on that. So, yeah. uh, try to erase that, that 10 point deficit we had against Switzko here a couple weeks ago. Now, I'm going to talk more about the Switzerland County game in just a second, but uh, I want to hit on a couple of your freshmen. Okay. Um, Brooke Summers, uh, who is the, or excuse me, uh, Michaela Summers, which is the younger sister of Brooke, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. and so uh, she's had it certainly had an impact for you this season. Also, uh, Kylie Best, who is your second leading scorer, and uh, also is uh, leading the team, uh, one of the team leaders in assists right now with another freshman, Paige McQueen. Yes, uh, those three uh, have have been impact players for us and, and have shared a lot of minutes at the varsity level this year. 
also like to hit on uh, one of our sophomores, Bradley Sundell. She's uh, yes, please. She's been uh, kind of kind of thrown into the to the point guard uh, position, and I think you know a time or two she she's been uh, going through some growing pains in her sophomore season. Uh, she played some for me at the end of the year last year, uh, but I'd say those four, yeah. you know, younger players, uh, you know, have made an impact for us. Right. Um, Molly Eden's another one. She's a sophomore. That, that has played a lot of minutes on the JV team uh, that I think ended up 12 and four this year. So um, we've got uh, you know we've got some young girls that are excited about playing and, and they challenge those older girls in practice and and uh, you know having those those fresh legs are really helpful I think uh, as we come down the stretch here after our, after a long season. Yeah, well I'm, I'm glad you brought Braley up because uh, when you don't have a natural point guard and as you phrased it, you throw somebody into it. That's a big ask. It is. Yep. And we've been patient with Braley. I'm not going to tell you that uh, she's been perfect at, at that role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can, can run Kylie up there some. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not a true point guard either. She's probably more of a two or three type of guard. Uh, she likes to shoot the ball. She's been good at dribble driving. Yeah. Uh, but Braley, I think her maturation over the course of the second half of the season has been good for us to see. And I think as she continues to, to feel more comfortable in that role, she will... Uh, you know, just a dividend for her as we move it on to, to sectional play and into the next uh, next season. And we're speaking with uh, Tyler Johnson, the uh, girls' basketball coach out at South Decatur in his second season. We're talking Cougar basketball right now. And, uh, Coach, let's get back to that Switzerland County game right now. And, and the Switzerland County's got a lot of speed. They've got the Duvall sisters, whom everybody knows they're they're really, really good. You play them to a 10-point game. Was it really a game that, that just came down to you committing a few too many turnovers? I think so. It was, you know, turnovers were, were you know, just they're always hard to swallow sure. no matter who you're playing. Right. You know, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well that night. Uh, you know, it's a it's a long trip down there to to Switzko on a Thursday night, right. and uh, I don't know if we just were quite ready to go to start off with. So, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, we are going to be uh, you know ready to ready to roll out the gate there uh, on uh, Tuesday night, and I think uh, you know for us it really boils down to doing the things that we can control well. And just making sure that uh, we eliminate some of those silly, silly mistakes or self-inflicted wounds, so to speak. Yeah, so that's kind of our our you know look at uh, look at you know Swiss Co. They've had a heck of a year, and uh, for us, we just uh, we just got to play our our best basketball we can and see. See how the cards fall. Yeah, Switzerland County was uh, a bucket away from being the uh, ORVC champion, but uh, South Ripley got them. We, we had that game on earlier. Well, we are looking forward to uh, having you guys on again. And again, the matchup with Switzerland County coming up tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. We'll be on about 540 with the pregame show. And uh, Tyler Johnson, it's been a pleasure to have you on our girls' basketball sectional preview show, and we wish you uh, all the best this week. All right. Thank you, Bryce. Appreciate it. Thank you. That is Tyler Johnson, head basketball coach at South Decatur. We'll be back with more of our girls' basketball sectional preview show on Country 103.9 right after this. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812 933 0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. 
back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. And our friends here at Ison's Family Pizza, just one of the great sponsors uh, who are with us for Coach's Corner here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Also giving a shout-out to Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, and Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. I'm Bryce Kendrick. Great to have you once again on this January the 31st as we continue with our girls' basketball sectional preview show with 10 of our area coaches. Big thanks to uh, Jason Simpson, the head coach out of Greensburg, who joined us in our last segment. We have plenty more coaches to follow, but right now we're going to turn our attention to the northern part of Dearborn County and the East Central Lady Trojans in his 13th year coaching that uh, outstanding group of young ladies, Kevin Moore. Kevin, how you doing? Good to have you back on the show. Thanks a lot for having me. It's been an uh, interesting couple days here with uh, with the Bengals and, and getting ready for sectional. It's a lot of fun. No, It certainly has been. And uh, this team right now, is I don't know if you can say that you, you could possibly be playing any better than you're playing right now. Yeah, you know, I think we've won eight games in a row, seven or eight games in a row. and Eight straight, 11 uh, the last 12? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we're playing really well. We've kind of talked about trending in the right direction since the uh, Bedford tournament, right? which we went down there and played, obviously, two quality opponents and learned a lot about yeah. what we had and, and some things we had to, t- to tweak. And then, um, you know, playing Mount Notre Dame and Dixie Heights, who a lot of people around here don't know them, but uh, in Indiana, those are two top ten teams. So, yeah, we, we've, uh, we've felt really good about, you know, some of the things that we've had to alter and some things we've installed and taken off our play card to get ready for February. As you have played here the last couple of weeks, um, the Franklin County game was a big win as far as margin of victory yeah. is concerned. Mount Vernon and the Fortville, I want to talk about that game for a little bit because uh, the last time you and I talked, I was thinking, that's going to be a really good game right before sectional. So take, yeah. me, take me through that game. You guys won that one 46-37, got to play them at your place. Yeah, and the reason that I was encouraged about playing that is when we did is they play a matchup zone, and, mm-hmm. and I anticipate seeing that quite often in the next you know, week or so yeah. in our sectional. So to, to uh, work on some of the things that we had put in and, and from a defensive standpoint, you know, you held a team. I don't know what the final was on their end, but, you know, we held them, what was it, 37 37 points. points. Yeah, you hold them at 37 points, and, and they're probably the favorite in their sectional. So they have a couple of kids that are – one's getting D1 looks, and, and they've got another kid that is uh, also getting recruited. So right. for us to take them out of what they wanted to do, it was really difficult for them to score. And then I felt that we did a really good job of getting the ball where it needed to get against their matchup zone. And I think we shot over 60% from the field in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josie Trable having 30 didn't didn't yeah. hurt matters. Went but, off for 30. Yeah, and, and she 12, did that. 12 of 18, that's not a bad day at the office. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at. Not, not um, forcing things. You know, right. It came within what we were trying to do. Yeah. And, and uh, we didn't really score a lot in transition that game, which is what we typically do right? Uh, because of our, our live ball turnovers that we create. So for us yeah. to score that well in our half-court offense against the matchup zone, that's what we were encouraged by. We so. talked earlier, and, and I brought this up, and, and you kind of said it's your calling card, and that's your defense. I want to steer away from that for, for a second because I think everybody knows that this C Central team plays defense. But something that you just touched on a minute ago, which which – kind of light bulb went off my head i think you guys distribute the basketball really really well thank you yeah no they they uh they share it well mm-hmm. they really do and you know it's nothing that i can take credit for because that's they're out there playing that way right. and, and and i think it's you know we, we see it every day in practice um you know we we bring a boys um scout team in right. to practice against us and just having that confidence that you know you can pass it to your teammate and they're not going to force up a shot. They're going to play within our system. They're going to run our sets. They're going to get the ball where it needs to go. You know, it's a lot more fun that way. Yeah. And 
you know, everybody looks and they see that Josie and Fox and, and Laney are our top scorers, mm-hmm. but but they don't play, have to be. They don't have to be. And and you know, you got kids like Nobby and Julia Tiemann and, and Caitlin Dick and kids like that that they set them up or they yeah. set a screen for them or they they they, they you know they. They just play team basketball. Can can you talk a little bit more about those three right there? Because mm-hmm. you mentioned the three, and and of course, when, when you score the ball, you get all the headlines. Yes, yeah. but it's it's the kids that that I mean, somebody's got to give them the ball. Somebody yeah. has to take care of it. Somebody has to get it to. Well, them. and and I, I would think most people believe this and, and would agree with this, but role players are going to the type of kids that win you championships mm-hmm. because you're always going to get what you're supposed to get out of your stars. You know, right. you're going to get that twenty or you know eighteen points from Josie and anywhere between 15 and 20 from Fox. Right. Well, in order for us to win this week and, and you know, get to a regional, we've got to have kids like Ashley Nobby and Caitlin Dick and, and Julia Tiemann show that they can score and take those shots. And, and they've done that in this last 8 to 10 game stretch. So, um, you know, with Julia, she's our point guard. Um, she doesn't turn it over hardly at all. I mean, she had almost a 4 to 1 assisted turnover ratio in high school wow. basketball. That's insane. Wow. So, um, and, and she shoots over 30% from the three-point line and 70 from the three-throw line. Um, we'd love her to take a couple more shots um, to maybe stretch the defense a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and, and she's been working on on the gun. Nobby, she just she does the little things. Right. She's not afraid. Like, she's undersized, and we, we, we play small. So she's always on the other team's big, if you will. Doesn't bother, doesn't complain, just does her job, boxes out. Runs in transition, and then yeah. you know, Caitlin Dick has had one heck of the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's shooting almost forty-five percent of the three-point line <laughs> in the last month. So you know, you look at her, and I can't drop a paper wad in a trash can with that. I <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking her on a shooting contest. <laughs> but you know, you pe- people look at her and like, well, you know, she's she's so small, but she's a fighter, man. Because yeah. we, we switch everything on defense, and even when we put her in there, I don't change our defensive game plan you know if she gets stuck in the post she's going to fight down there like she's going to bully you um, and she's she's hitting shots for us your team uh, every team has goals when they come into the season and of uh, of course the first one that you hit the first big one that you hit was uh, winning the EIAC championship and I'm trying to remember my notes from this morning I you know I wrote this at like 2 30 in the morning uh, so and I'm in a bit of a fog but I think if I did my numbers correctly that of the seven opponents that you faced in the conference uh, the average final score was 59 to 30 does that sound about right you're correct yeah that's absolutely correct yeah. that's uh that's rather remarkable yeah I, I think we won them all by double digits yeah. um and, and rushville was was the closest yeah, they had they had yeah. 10 but outside of that wow. yeah no it's um and with that being said i mean may, maybe you could say the conference was a little down this year in comparison to maybe a couple years previous but at the same time you have to win every game to win this conference. Yeah. Because if you if you lose one game in the last nine years, you, you're going to finish second. So, yep. and knowing we're the returning champ, and we're always going to get everyone's best. Right. We we answered the bell, and, and I'm really proud of those kids for that. Closing uh, out the stretch here, um, and again, uh, you've won eight in a row, eleven out of the last twelve. So the team is is playing the type of basketball that you wanted to play. And and let's turn back the clock now to December the ninth uh, to against Columbus North, a game that we had on WRBI. You took on the Columbus North Bulldogs, and and that was a, a contest where you really really jumped on them early. We did, and a lot of it was due to our defense. I think we held them to nine points in the first half. Yeah, twenty seven uh, to nine at the break. Yeah, and. and you know, they've changed a little bit. Emma Long, their point guard, is back. She was out in that mm. game. Um, they right. moved a couple kids along in terms of kids that were split-timers on JV varsity now or just full-time varsity. So they've changed. They've improved. Um, obviously, they're well-coached. I-, I think 
you know, we have a pretty good handle on what they're going to try and run offensively. And mm-hmm. I know for a fact they do the exact same thing of us. Right. And it's just a matter of, um, of, of executing our game plan. And um, we spent a, a lot of time today and, and on Saturday working on potentially some junk defenses because that's something that we may see. Right. Um, and, and our kids are ready. Well, as, as far as the basics go, I know that, that uh, a really positive thing for you against the Bulldogs that, that day was uh, rebounding. You guys rebounded the ball well. Yeah, this is a team that if you don't, you're you're going to find yourself behind the eight ball. They average 14 offensive rebounds a game. Yeah, um, that's high. That's high. And <laughs> it really is. It's 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 a strength of theirs. So um, if 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 we don't rebound, those were our two keys. If we don't rebound and we don't take care of it, and that, you could probably say that for about any game, uh, any opponent, but especially true in this one. Um, because I, I think we can cause them to struggle to score in half court mm-hmm. uh, based on some of the things that we do defensively and just kind of like our calling card. But if you give teams second and third chances from much uh, closer range shots, they're going to score it a lot easier, and we, we can't allow that. Well, closer range shots is uh, what you get a lot off of your defense because uh, you get that pick, you get that deflection, everybody starts in transition, and you're looking at a layup at the other end. And You, you did that a lot against Columbus North. We did, um, and, and that's... As you said, defense is always our calling card. Right. It's defense can travel. <laughs> Shooting yep. doesn't always travel. Um, so if, if you can create those eight to fourteen points on live ball turnovers on layups, that's so hard to defend. That's so hard for teams to come back from. Um, and that's something that you know you dive a little deeper into the stat line, and that those are the things that are important to us. The deflections, the steals, right. those things. As as we look now at the sectional itself, and as you have to make the trip out to Bloomington North, and it's something that comes up each and every year yeah. when teams in this particular sectional have to go either way out to the west or in some sectionals, uh, in some sports, they're coming over to your place. Yeah. I mean, we're talking monster travel in the middle of the week on a school night, and it is it is tough. It is very tough. That's, that's something that, that you can't really put a value on as far as how much it may tax a team that has to do that yeah so two years ago it was at bloomington south and, and we won it and we didn't get the buy we were on a bus for 15 hours that week wow and that that as you said for a high school kid who's not just worrying about basketball but worrying about it their education right. and you know if they had a job to work and things i mean it's just it's nuts and right i don't want to get a call from the hsa commissioner's office no. in this interview but no. you know i we're a conundrum, meaning we're the only 4A school within an hour in any distance you travel. Um, so I get it. It's difficult where they put, put us. But sure. to go to Bloomington or to go to Blo- uh, Martinsville or, and vice versa, to have those teams come to St. Leon, it, it's tough either direction. Yeah. So uh, the outlook has uh, just uh, kind of self-scout some of the other games right there. Columbus East and Bloomington uh, North in, in night number one. You face Columbus East, great team. Yeah, they're uh, really good. I think you, you got to give the Olympians the, the edge there. Yeah, they beat us earlier. They've won all five uh, sectional opponent games. And, you know, we, we were up 11 points with 30 seconds to go in the first quarter in that game. And we had two straight live ball turnovers. So it was them doing it to us that led to layups. Right. So it went from 11 to 7. And... We were probably two minutes into the second quarter away from probably breaking it open because then they would have had to play us man, and that's not their strength. Right. So it, it's it's a game of uh, one or two possessions, I think, and it may have had a different outcome. And we actually came back, and we had a layup opportunity uh, to tie the game with about a minute to go that we missed, and then we had to foul, and there's some things that happened at the end there. But, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I got to put them at the at the favorite spot. and they, they got You guys are in the opposite brackets. We're in the opposite yeah. bracket. Um 
you know, <laughs> we probably got the most difficult draw for the third year in a row. Yeah. Uh, that might be because of the things I say about Digestive. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, it's a ping pong ball. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, you're, you're, we know... We knew going in that right. we were probably going to have to beat East, whether it be Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Right. Um, and, and I would think they probably thought the same um, on their end towards us. But anything could happen. You know, Columbus North is no joke. I mean, they've been the class of our sectional yeah. um, the last 10 years. Tremendous program. And I know we've won it the last few years, but they, they have um, – we cannot look past them and worry about Friday and Saturday quite yeah, yet. Certainly, certainly no question. It's going to be a tough matchup for you on Tuesday night. You know, you spent so much time out there in Bloomington now. Do you and the girls have a have a favorite place to eat? Oh, trust me, we do. Yeah. Um, we have a we're a ritual type program. So yes. we we go to McAllister's Deli. Oh, uh, McAllister's so. is awesome. Club sandwich there is the best. So by love Saturday, the they they are about done with McAllister's yeah. until the next February. Yeah. So, but nuts. It's it is. We're a ritual type. That's what right. So, yeah, very very good. Coach, it's great catching up with you. Um, fantastic season, and and I wish you all the best. I hope it's a deep run for you in the tournament. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Me too. Thank you, Kevin Moore, head coach of the East Central Lady Trojans, and uh, we're going to take a commercial break first. I want to mention that uh, you're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI Batesville. Your local Lennox dealer, Burton Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lampany. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Burton Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. Coaches. Corner delivered by Ison's Family Pizza continues from 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI, a special edition. It's the girls' basketball sectional preview show. With me right now, the 21st-year head coach of the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. He is Coach Scott Smith. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bryce. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, and thanks for being on the show. Let's talk a little Lady Eagle basketball. First, I guess maybe we get started with what happened this week. On Tuesday night at South Ripley, the Lady Raiders got you for a second time, 34-30. to and of course, we were there for that game, and just a, a difficult night shooting the basketball for uh, the Lady Eagles. Yeah, you know, you're going to have nights uh, where you'll go back and look at the film, and you say, you know, statistically, looking at rebounds, looking at turnovers caused, looking at how you take care of the ball, mm-hmm. that you did everything you needed to do to win, but you know, ultimately, you got to put the orange thing in the orange <laughs> ring. Yes, you and, do. And we we did not do that very well. We 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 shot 19 percent from the field. Yeah. Um, you know, much of that is attributed to South Ripley's defense and their length. Right. But, you know, we still had several chances to extend the game to, uh, you know, to tie it, maybe force overtime uh-huh. or maybe get, get a, a lead. And we just couldn't hit the shots when we needed to. Yeah. And I, I give, like I said, I give a lot of credit to the Raiders. Um, you know, now that they're healthy from, from their, you know, right around Norfolk County tourney time, I don't think anyone has beat them. They've won like six, six games in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they just do a great job doing whatever they need to do to win and they're relying on their defense yep. and it's you know it's like 
well, football analogy, three yards in a cloud of dust. I mean, right. it, it wins games, and that's all that matters. Yes, it does. And, and just to, to go back to the shooting thing, I mean, sometimes it truly is as simple as putting the ball in the basket. And, you know, I thought there were two parts of that. One, you're a decent outside shooting team, and those outside shots were not falling, and you had the open looks, and they weren't falling. But I thought inside, and this is where I credit South Ripley's defense, is that they didn't give you any easy looks inside. No, the only really good looks we got inside were when we either got a turnover or we were able to get somebody out on a fast break and and catch them not getting back. Anything out of our offense was contested by, especially the Meyer twins. Uh You're looking at two kids that are about six foot one and uh, they just make that shot very difficult. And, you know, we didn't help ourselves, but, you know, credit them for doing a great job of defense. Well, after the uh, the, uh, South Ripley matchup, you played South Southwestern on Thursday, and uh, that was a game where you guys got healthy. 71 points you put on the board, giving up just 35, so a very healthy point spread right there. Good way to close out the regular season for you. It is, and, and you know, with, with South Ripley uh, defeating Switzerland County, you know, ended any hope we had of having a three-way tie for the conference, right. uh, but we did we, we did finish second uh, all alone. Man, I think that's something like uh, 18 or 19 years in a row that we finished either first or second in the conference. Yep. Nothing uh, to sneeze at. While that, no, it's not. You know, that's, that's, that's something that you can't, uh, you know, you can't really quantify with a trophy or a patch or a plaque, but it's still pretty impressive for this group of kids. There's a big night uh, for, you know, we had a lot of kids in the scoring column and really was uh, highlighted by Annabelle Williams scoring her thousandth uh, career point. Yeah, that's fantastic. We're happy that happened. Yeah, we're happy that happened in the regular season because we were able to acknowledge it and, and, and give her some recognition. Yeah, the IHSA doesn't really like you stopping a sectional game to do something like that, do they? Exactly. No, they don't. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, we we got Jaylee Ryder had uh, 13 in the game. Uh, Andrea Collum was like 3 of 5 from three-point range, had 9. Yeah. We had Annabelle's numbers. Uh, Reagan Hughes played a great game, uh, had double figures, and our bench played really well. Uh, uh, as always, uh, Reese Opendorf and Olivia Neal and Julia Meyer all made great contributions off the bench. Yeah, a little bit more about Annabelle because, uh, you know, she is knocking on the door of some other milestones as well, is she not? She is. I, I, I've got to double-check this, but I'm pretty sure that she, depending on how many games we have in sectional play, she is closing in on a thousand points which she has right 500 rebounds which she's a little shy uh we'll see how many games we get in sectional 300 assists 200 steals and 100 deflections wow and, and those are significant milestones no kidding in, in any career yeah we're speaking with uh, Scott Smith, the girls' basketball coach at Jacksonville. As we continue on our girls' basketball sectional preview show here from Coach's Corner, and uh, Coach, as uh, we look now at the sectional, um, you know everybody was hoping that in this particular sectional that the big dogs, so to speak, would be in opposite brackets, and uh, the the ping pong balls fell everybody's way. Uh, you're in one bracket, uh, number one Waldron is in the other, and don't want to don't want to jump the gun here, and we won't do that because first I want to talk about Hauser. You played the Jets back on December the 1st, and that was a game that you won 65-40, to a game in which, if I recall, the Jets kind of got out to a pretty good start on you in that game. They did. They, uh, you know, they they have a pretty good dynamic uh, set of guards uh-huh. in uh, 
Kylie Parrott and Madeline Poe. Yes. And uh, the Poe kid had a great first half. I think she scored maybe 14 points. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we were up maybe, maybe four or six at halftime. Mm-hmm. And the second half, we were able to hold her to, I believe, two points. And then we got out on a nice run and uh, were able to uh, kind of control the game pretty handily from uh, mid-third quarter on. But, uh, you know, they're like everybody else. They've, they've had a stretch in the last week or two where they suffered with some illness and mm-hmm. kids being out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they played a really good North Decatur team and lost by one earlier uh, in uh, last week. And uh, for us, it just is going to be we need to conti- we need to make those two guards work for whatever points they get. We can't give them any easy easy points, and then we just have to run our offensive game. Right, and you get the sectional play, and you know things. Your rotations are a little tighter. Uh, kids are a little more. Um, I don't want to say hesitant, but a little more thoughtful right. on uh, some of the shots they take. So, you know, you tend to see scoring averages go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I, I think with the rotation of kids we have that, that I feel confident we're going to be able to put points on the board. And it just comes down, can we play good defense on them? Yeah. And um, you did have really good defense in the fourth quarter, held them to three points. So you were talking about holding uh, Poe down in the second half, but uh, the team collectively, the Jets only put three points on the board in the in the fourth quarter. And and looking at that game, uh, that was a night from at least from the outside. You didn't shoot the ball well at all, but you really got the inside game going. And uh, when Jaylee Ryder puts in nine field goals, and the way that she's able to uh, cut to the basket, uh, something's working well for you offensively. Yeah, that's a that's a big key for us is. Uh, because when when Jaylee gets out and and can get to the basket and get out on the fast break, mm-hmm. it kind of loosens up everyone else to be able to to look for shots. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that was a game where uh, Annabelle Williams had a triple double. Mm-hmm. I think she had uh, 14 points, uh, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. Not a bad day at the office. Uh, not a, not at all. And uh, we're hoping we get those kind of performances. Uh, but if you don't, you, you have to be able to defend. And that's the whole key to surviving and advancing in the tournament. Well, if you do survive in advance, uh, you know, the uh, the thought uh, is among uh, the prognosticators that it would be another Waldron-Jacksonell matchup in the final. And uh, you guys had a heck of a game with Waldron earlier this season. Uh, yeah, we really did. Uh, it was a game that I think both teams kind of maybe played some things closer to the best, knowing that we may see each other again. So basically, we just rolled the ball out and played. And I felt that we, we played well enough to win. Uh, we had the lead uh, with maybe uh, two and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, had a, a couple of turnovers and a couple of missed shots and Walter converted and, and then we were playing catch up and, you know, we did have a couple chances to extend that game too and just missed a shot. And this time, you know, it, it could be. A very, very close game. The Waldron is so good. They're so disciplined. If we end up playing their style of basketball, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult to win on their home court. But, uh, if, if we can do what we want to do and kind of hopefully speed things up a little bit, then that might bode 
better for us. Well, Coach, uh, we wish you all the best, and uh, uh, good luck here in the 2022 tournament. We appreciate your time today on the uh, Girls Basketball Sectional Preview Show here on Coach's Corner. Thanks as always, Bryce. Appreciate your coverage of uh, not just girls basketball, but all the sports here in Redford County. Thank you very much, Coach. Coach's Corner, by the way, brought to you by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. We'll be back with another interview right after this timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Is a baby in your future? At Margaret Mary Health, they know having a baby can be one of the most exciting, yet also nervous, times of your life. That's why they offer a range of free, virtual prenatal classes, including natural childbirth and breastfeeding support. There's nothing more special than bringing a new life into this world. Let Margaret Mary Health help make it as perfect as possible. To learn more, visit them online at mmhealth.org. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. And I want to give a shout-out again to John Heil back at the WRBI studio for engineering the extended edition of Coach's Corner tonight. It is our girls' basketball sectional preview show as we have 10 area coaches on hand tonight. You just heard from Jacksonville Scott Smith. We had Kevin Moore of East Central right before that, and... Uh, just around the corner, we'll have Kyle Van Meter of Franklin County, also Oldenburg's Eric Feller, and North Decatur's Matt Barker to wrap up the show tonight. But sit in front of me right now, he is the head coach of the South Ripley Raiders in his third season. Back on the show, Matt McHoo. It would be Matt McNew. Hello, Coach. Hey, how's it going? Thanks it, for having me. It is going really, really well, and I think it's going even better for you guys right now. You have won eight consecutive games. That ain't bad. That's not too bad. Uh, uh, we're, we're pretty happy where we're at right now. Uh, you know, we knew we'd struggle at the beginning of the season and hopefully get back into it by right. the end of the season. Well, so. and, and certainly uh, good health and healthy bodies and, and a, a full complement of players. Uh, this team has certainly turned the corner, and you guys are head, headed in the right direction for sure. Yeah, that's uh, made a huge difference. Uh, when you get everybody out there playing in the spots that they're used to playing in, um, we've had some girls step up throughout you know the season. Uh, but they're more relaxed now, back in their normal spots. Right. Well, it ta- in, in this run that you guys are on right now, winners of eight straight, the last four were all against conference opponents. And again, congratulations on uh, an undefeated ORVC season seven, or excuse me, six and zero in the conference. So that's fantastic. But to pull that off, a uh, little more difficult than most because you had to play three in a week to get that done. Yeah, um, we had the Southwestern game rescheduled. It was supposed to be the week before, um, and when you have in loaded conference games uh, there's only certain places you can put them right uh, once they get uh, postponed or whatever and right so yeah we ended up playing tuesday thursday saturday and i told the girls you know it's a great preview for the sectional uh you make it through this week you know what's going to be like next week for the sectional so as you took on let's let's kind of touch base on on each one of those games first of all uh, you faced uh, jacksonville at home on uh, january the 25th and that was a, a rematch of, of two prior games uh, they got you in the non-conference game you got them in the ripley county championship another great game another low scoring game the type of game that you guys have been accustomed to play and uh, the game was played your way and you ended up winning by four 34 30 that's exactly right and i noticed you had a longer span of time on the radio because we're so slow over there you're gonna need more time for me to get my stuff out here no i'm just kidding uh no we did we, we have you're killing me. Yeah, we, we have decided um here lately since uh we got everyone back uh we've noticed teams really pack it in on us to uh keep rachel meyer from being able to distribute the ball because she's excellent at doing it yeah. so we have changed the way we have played a little bit right um force teams to come out and get us we have some uh 
super ball handling uh, guards that can get to the basket quick. Right. And it also opens up Rachel. So, um, yeah, they're low scoring. Yeah. Um, and I know everybody, some of the coaches complain because they're shooting percentages, but, you know, I, I credit it all to my girls and their defense. Um, yeah, you're going to have bad shooting nights. I understand that, but something causes it. And, yeah. you know, so I give my girls credit for how hard they play on the defensive end. As, as you should. And, uh, Coach Smith was very complimentary of that during uh, the last recorded interview. He also said some stuff that wasn't very kind that we'll, you, you and I can talk about <laughs> off the air. Um, but, you know, you mentioned Rachel, and you talked about her ability to, to distribute the basketball. When you run that that split-the-post offense with her right up there at the free-throw line where it's basically she looks like a like a quarterback running a, a cross-buck action in a football. But yet the third part of that, which I think gets overlooked, and I meant to talk to you about this the other night, was how quick she can turn. Yeah. And she gets that, I mean, a really quick spin, and she's gone. Yeah, and I don't want to give away too much. You know, everybody's listening. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I yes. think they've seen it by yeah, now. We, yeah. just, we just have never talked about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're absolutely it's right. It's something that I'm impressed with because yeah. that's not that's not the first option. But if it's there, I mean, she takes it. Yeah, and, and a lot of times when you have your bigs, which we consider her our big, you know, right. uh, tall, but, you know, she is our, our post player. Um, she's quick. Right. You know, so she has great footwork, and she knows when to go and when not to go. Um, and there's a, there's a secret to all that between the players. They know – and, and you know, there's hand signals. There's you know words that are said, and that helps Rachel out. But I'll Omaha? tell you what, is it yeah, Omaha? Yeah, Omaha? <laughs> Omaha. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard us yelling it? Uh, no. But uh, she does a, do an excellent job, and she gets to the basket quick. Yeah. Yes, she does. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the matchup at Switzerland County. Another great ball game. Thirty-one uh, twenty-nine. The final score. A game that uh, that you had to fight uh, tooth and nail uh, for that one. And uh, I, I want to make this a little more personal. Yeah. If you don't mind. Nope. Um, because it gets down to the end of the game. It's a tie ball game, and there's a young lady that you know very, very well that's standing at the free throw line with a little bit of weight on her shoulders. Oh, yeah, tons of weight on her shoulders. Uh, you know, I asked her after the game, I said, hey, were you nervous or were you worried? And she goes, no, nah, I was good. But, man, my hands were shaking. And I said, well, you know, you did what you are supposed to. You stepped up there, hit your shots. And I made a post on Facebook as a dad. Right. You know. And, and I was happy to see that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's – through the years of coaching it's been 20 years of coaching and you always have those kids that insist they have to start and you know my she's not she's not one of my starters never has been um and but the minutes that you're in there mm-hmm. they you step up and you make them quality minutes and right. she did that um not just the, it just happened to be those two free throws at the end that made a big deal but she played that entire part of the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter that's something that I haven't done all season with right. her, and she did an excellent job. She had a little jumper on the baseline as well, um, and had some huge rebounds. Right. So, super proud of her as a dad, you uh-huh. know, and and great to see as a coach that you can rely on a girl to walk up in the big moment and hit shots. You closed uh, out the week. Had to play on a Saturday afternoon. At least it was at your place. You didn't have to travel yeah. for it, so uh, got to stay in Versailles for that one, and didn't risk uh, getting a, a ticket driving driving somewhere. <laughs> um, South Ripley and Southwestern, and uh, really the second quarter was the quarter that that really set the tone for that. There, yeah, and you know our girls uh, when we started the game, it's one of those games, and you know nothing against uh, Southwestern, and Brian's done a great job with what he's had to deal with this year, losing some of his players and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those games our girls had played two super emotional games yep. in the week, two huge games that meant a lot. And then you get to that game, and, and 
you know, you have that letdown or just over. yes, yeah, and that's really the way did. it was. And they kind of played that way in the first quarter, and then in the second quarter, <clears throat> in between first and second quarter, I might have said something to them to you know kick it in gear maybe, um, and they did. They they you know they had it in their tank and they did, uh, and they took you know that quarter and moved on the rest of the game and it was a uh, it was a good win for them. Yep. Rachel finished uh, with uh, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Gracie Gunner had another great game, uh, 13 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 steals, and I, I think she washed the team minibus <laughs> down there while she was out of there at the college. She, yeah, she did. Well, you, uh, as soon as the game was over, we went down to Southwestern to practice for sectional. Yeah. So she washed it on the way back. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, let's talk. Let's talk sectional basketball now because you guys are going to face. Uh, to me, of all of the matchups that I could pull off of my sheet of paper here that involve area schools, the one that I had circled as soon as I had a chance to absorb uh, the five different sectionals that I was looking at was the North Decatur South Ripley game. Yeah. Can't come out number wise any closer than it is. Yes, I mean impossible to do. Yes, between uh, records and Sagarins and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, and and it's it, let's go back and talk about that first matchup. And again, this is this was at a point in the season where you weren't exactly fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get you fifty three forty two. What was I mean outside of not being at full strength? What did North Decatur do well that caused you problems? Uh, North Decatur is quick, um, and I I don't think we realized how quick. Uh, Ella Coons is. Yeah. Uh, she gets up and down the floor a lot quicker than we, than we really thought. And, you know, at that time, we were Sounds a little bit like Emily Flood, maybe? <laughs> yeah, she gets... <laughs> I don't know, but Emily Flood... Uh, that, yeah, she gets down the floor a lot yeah. quicker. Uh, but, yeah, it, I mean, that surprised us. I do believe that was the biggest shock in that game. The second thing was the, um, that they did an, a really good job. We were struggling to rebound, and they came in, and they did an excellent job of rebounding in that game. Um, not to say they wouldn't do that again... You know, tomorrow, right. maybe that's just how they play. But I was a little surprised about the difference in the rebounding right. in that game. Uh, there was a turning point in that game, I, I felt. Uh, Coach Barker's daughter, he's got a daughter that's right. playing. She shoots a three in the corner. It's been a tight game. And she misses, and they call a foul on us. So she gets to shoot three free throws. It was just kind of a moment in the game where our girls just kind of exhaled, and that was it. Yep. She hit all three free throws, and we kind of – uh, you know, it Did, was it didn't was, get it back after yeah, that. Yeah, it was that spot in the game that really turned everything. Uh, he's got some. He's got a young team. Uh, three freshmen, a sophomore, and a junior. I believe yes. is who he starts. Yeah. And they're all you know this for those three freshmen and the one off the bench, which is his daughter, is a freshman. This is sectional. Yeah. You know, so you know there is a lot of ten, tense times in sectional. The game seems to go faster. Um, you know, we have battled North Decatur since I've been here. This is my third year. First year, we final game last year. First game of the sectional. This sectional, is it's been uh, a oh, North Decatur-South Ripley sectional. Yeah, and it's been crazy. And we've had to play each other every year that has kind of decided the, uh, the the sectional. And so I told my girls today at practice, I shouldn't have to get you pumped up for this. I mean, this is almost a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. And Sadly, it's in sectional right. every year. And but, this case, it's in the first round. Yeah, yeah, in the first round. Um, Seed. But we, yeah, <laughs> there's those ping pong balls, Kevin Moore, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, my, we had a good practice today. Um, you know, we had one practice to get ready, ready for work tomorrow yeah. because of all the games last week. Right. So um, we're kind of behind the eight ball on that, but uh, the girls were, were there and ready to go today. Right. So, 
Um, biggest uh, takeaway from that that first matchup, something that uh, something that really stood out outside of the, outside of the rebounding. It's just really hard to compare that game to what's coming up. Right. Um, you know, Sarah Meyer didn't play at all. Uh, Rachel was very limited, um, but they do pressure you, so we have to handle that. We play a different style of basketball, obviously, right. than we were at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I thought we got wore out. Yeah, uh, we just didn't have the kids, and we got wore out pretty quick. And you know, last week two games that were just a meat grinder games, and I thought our girls looked really well in the looked very good in the fourth quarter. Still healthy, still you know playing hard, still going at it. So I think we're in a better shape than we were at that time. So, but we did get tired. I, I hate to admit that because that means the coach wasn't doing a good job of getting them conditioned, but uh, but I think they are now. All right. Well, Coach, we wish you all the best. Thanks so much for coming down tonight yeah. to Ison's Family Pizza for the uh, preview show, and uh, we wish you all the best uh, against North Decatur. It's a game that we'll have on yeah. WRBI. Unfortunately, it'll be Rob Moorhead and Bob Bressert, so uh-huh. you have to put, put up with uh, two coaches with a microphone, you know, talk, yeah. talking trash about you. They may not even know the game's going on. <laughs> that might <laughs> be the case. All right, Matt, thank hey, you so thank much. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Good, good luck. Good to see you. That's Matt McNew, head coach of the South Ripley Lady Raiders. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Kyle Van Meter of Franklin County when uh, Coach's Corner continues on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o. Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for beets for the best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. As uh, Coach's Corner continues here, it is our girls' basketball sectional preview show. Ten area coaches joining me tonight, and uh, really appreciate all of them spending uh, some of their very, very valuable time giving us a little recap of the uh, of the regular season and a look ahead to the postseason, which starts tomorrow for many, many of, uh, of our local programs. I'd also just like to say thank you to the great folks here at Ison's Family Pizza. Uh, they could not be any better to us than they are each and every Monday night. Also, Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Right now, we're going to uh, move up to Brookville, Indiana, and uh, have a word with uh, the head coach of the Franklin County Wildcats in his first season, Kyle Van Meter. Kyle, great to have you on this show, and how are you? Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Like I said, uh, a little nervous. First time I've done this as a first-year head coach, but I'm very excited to be here. Thanks we're, for having me. Well, we're going to break uh, We're going to break in before we talk about basketball and talk just a little bit about you personally. Being the first-year head coach, I mean, as first, especially at the varsity level, there's a lot to learn, a lot to absorb, but how's it been for you? Uh, it's been awesome. Like I said, uh, I'm a big Franklin County guy. I always say it all the time, bleed blue and silver. Franklin County right now, basketball, big time. Our boys programs won 13 in a row. Yeah. You know, we won 11 this year. I was on a boys staff for seven years. Right. Uh, freshman, JV coach, things like that. And now it's my first year uh, taking over the girls program, and I love it. I really do. I've never been happier. I'm a young head coach. Every time I go to, you know, they always ask me, how old are you? 27, but um, I think the big reason why I love it so much is the team that I have, the girls that I have make it so enjoyable to show up to work every day. They represent Franklin County every way I ask. Uh, couldn't ask for more right now. So happy. Well, give me a little bit more detail about that. Why do you like this group so much? They just, it's a group of, I have uh, eight girls that, if you've been to our games, my starting lineup has changed constantly because I can change it depending on matchups. 
and every girl doesn't question it. They don't wonder about it. They know like, okay, this this is the matchup, so I'm probably going to be starting, or I'm not starting. I'm coming off the bench. They watch film. They they listen to me coaching. They they do all the things they don't have to do, but they do. They work our youth camps. They come to the junior high games. You know, they got over 3.5 GPAs. They're just a great group to be around. They want to be coached. They want to work hard. Um, if you know, if I'm taking it easy on them, they'll ask me. Like, coach, push me harder, work them harder. But it is an adjustment going from guys to girls, for sure. It has been an adjustment, but it's been fun. It's been really fun. Well, uh, big picture, uh, your team uh, has picked up 11, 11 wins this season. So, uh, overall, the season as a whole, before we get any, into any details about maybe some of your recent games, but big picture-wise, uh, how have you felt your team's played? I think we played well. Like I said, 11 wins. That's the most wins uh, since 2015-2016 season. This program used to be a powerhouse back in the early 2000s, and that's where we're trying to get to. So 11 wins is a good start to get back to where we were. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, you know, me and my staff are looking at it, and you can't really go through the, the thing, especially the first year head coach. You know, right. I don't know what to expect. But looking at the thing, we were you know, hoping to get around 13 to 15 wins. So really we feel like we, we underachieved. Mm-hmm. Um, but 11 wins is a good start, and if you look at our schedule, there's like Win streaks, lose streaks, yes, win streaks. Big swings. Yeah. And and a lot of that has to do with like injuries. Cassidy Shell, she's a junior, she's our right. leading scorer. She went down the Batesville game, got concussion. She was out most of the Triton Central Tournament. Uh, Nicole Mears sprained her ankle, started the game. She's our leading rebounder, our best defensive big. Um, she she sprained her ankle was out. You know, just battling injuries going back and forth. And now here at the end of the season we won three of our last four and I think a lot of it has to do with is we're hundred percent healthy. Well, let's let's talk about some of those victories right now. Let's uh, the, this string of three of four started back on January fifteenth. You go to Hagerstown and knock off the Tigers fifty three thirty one. What went well for you that night? Well, we started to speed up the game a little bit. We have a lot of guards, and that's kind of what we saw the season going at the beginning. Of the season was playing fast; just injuries couldn't really get off the ground, and we really had to tone in on on defense and just man to man defense. And now that we get everybody back, we're really speeding the game up, playing faster, trying to create turnovers and make offense out of turnovers. And that game was a start of it. And we've just taken off, taken off since then. Uh, after that, uh, the Hagerstown, you get a conference win against Connersville. That was at your place, a twenty-point victory over the Lady Spartans. Yeah, that was a good win for us. Uh, you know, like I said, we we carried over what we were going to do against Hagerstown, and we took it over to Carnesville. That Carnesville game was actually supposed to be played that Friday before Hagerstown, and it got rescheduled because they had some girls out. That was going to be our senior night. It got moved to that Tuesday. Then we moved our senior night. Uh, so we just kind of you know dealing with COVID, but. It almost kind of helped us a little bit because we got to go to a non-conference game and, and play this new style first before we took it into the conference, and it worked out well for us. That's good. Uh, and then, uh, un- unfortunately, it's uh, uh, you you fell under the same lot as the rest of the teams of the EIAC, uh, lost to East Central, and uh, they got you pretty good, but that's they've, they've beaten a lot of teams by, by a big number this year. East Central's uh, a great program, especially the EIAC. Kevin Moore does a great job. Um, you know, they're 4A school in a conference with 3A schools, you know, they just have so many so many players uh, to choose from. That definitely helps. But he does such a great job. He's been here 13 years. He's a Franklin County guy, actually, Franklin County graduate. So, you know, it does surprise me that he's done such a great job there. Right. He's in, he's uh, looking, hopefully, for a, a repeat performance in the uh, 4A sectional out there at Bloomington North. Uh, you close out the season with a uh, with another conference opponent. You uh, get the Knights of South Dearborn up there in Brookville, 51-34. Uh, the Knights, uh, at times today, is, have they've played some some pretty good basketball. They've got some girls on there that have some athleticism. Uh, what was the big what was the big point of uh, emphasis in that game against the Knights? I think that uh, Elliot girl. She's yeah. big. She's strong. Uh, she she's a tough matchup. And I think my senior, Alex Gilman, it was senior night that night. I uh-huh. think she came in there, and I think she handled her very well. Right. Frutner going half around, going three-quarters around, and really held her own in there. 
and I think that you know won the game for us because they couldn't really get, get nothing offensively. We had we had talked earlier when we came up to do one of your games, and uh, you take a look at the numbers uh, that your kids have put up, and typically you're looking for like that one or one or two players. You said, okay, we need to key on this one, we need to key on this one, and you can't really do that with your group, can you? No, you definitely can. Now, I, like I said, I have eight girls. No girl scores over ten points a game. You know, eight, seven, six, five. And it's somebody different every single night. Every single player brings something different. Jenna Bruns, my leader, my point guard, runs the offense. Mm-hmm. Cassie Shell, she is going to score it. Her twin sister, Kirsten Shell, going to she leads our team in steals, uh, ties with leads us assist. You got Cassidy Shell, and like I said, Josie Raffles, our scores. Right. Nicole Mears, our rebounder, and she's developed a really good post game. My two bigs, Macy Crane and uh, uh, Alex and Alex Gilman. Right. Rebound the ball, play hard, do what I ask. Always guard their team's big. You know, do what they're supposed to. And then I have a freshman, Tiffany Billman, is is coming along nicely, and I look really forward to having her for three more years. She is the ultimate competitor, the ultimate player that a coach wants to have on their team. She does whatever I ask, whether or not it's come off the bench, start, play on the scout team, whatever it is. She says yes, sir, and does it the best of her ability. When you had a chance to get a hold of this group early, and you know you being a first-year head coach and, and everything that goes along with that, with this particular group of girls, when you had them early on, did you foresee a team that really was built on balance, or did that just kind of develop on its own and just kind of fell into your lap? This summer, I really did. I saw a team with eight solid players. Mm-hmm. I really did. I thought this team was going to be somebody where I was going to be able to sub constantly, no downside. Mm-hmm. I thought like the biggest uh, – struggle that we've had is we haven't had like one like superstar player right um which is not a bad thing because no. like i said our best player changes every game but going into the summer the way we played this summer i did kind of see that's kind of how how we were going to be right so as we head to sectional now uh you you guys are going to open up with rushville the uh, defending champion that's going to be uh, tuesday night at seven o'clock uh, melissa marlowe's team year in and year out they always have a, a very very good program you guys played back on january the 4th coming right out of break uh they won 48 to 34 and that was a game that was played up at your place what do you remember most about the matchup with the lions the first go around so that game came right after the triton central tournament uh, we played triton central very good 2a school in the first round of that tournament uh, without Cassidy Shell, right, up by 12 one point against them, and then those holiday tournaments. Once you go so far, you're just trying to get out of there healthy. Yeah. Uh, so then we come out and we knew we were going to open up against Rushville, you know, conference opponent, second best team in the conference this year, and you know, defending sectional champions. We come out with a good game plan. I went and watched them several times. They're going to shoot the ball, shoot, shoot, shoot. So two handed closeouts, two handed closeouts. We go into halftime up 18 to 14. Mm-hmm. We come out the second half, score right away. We're up 20 to 14. And then, and then all of a sudden, it just turnover, giving up offensive rebounds, out to a three-pointer, bang, another right. three-pointer, bang. They just, I kept telling my girls, it's like you're playing the Golden State Warriors. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so it seems like. You know, you go, you're going down for two, they're coming down three, bang, bang. And that Marlowe, she is a very, very tough player. Yeah. And my, my point guard, Jenna Bruns, guard her best, best she could. And was she's, doing, she's like a mini-me of Melissa, to, she be, to is, be honest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, she makes that team go. And for her, you know, you could tell that she thinks just like her mom, thinks just like the coach. So we're doing two-handed closeout. She's still hitting it two feet behind the line. You know, and I watch it back on film, and I'm like, yeah, Jenna was out there. But during the game, you can't think that. You're like, get out there. Get out there farther. Um, so you can't just go into this game and think, let's pray that they, they miss shots. But I, that car, they played Carnesville recently, 131-30. Yep. And watching that game, they shot a low percentage. And, you know, 
but it's based, what can we do to make them have an off-shooting night is how I go into this. Yeah. Marlowe is certainly a, a point of emphasis when you're talking about the Lady Lions, but uh, the other one that, that can really be a handful is Sophia Dora. Um, she, she's uh, capable of, of a double-double just about any time, and I, I think she got a double-double against you guys back on the fourth. Yeah, she's sophomore, right, if I'm mistaken. Yes. And, and somebody I really didn't have big on the scouting report the first time around, I, I had Briley Munchell second, uh, yeah, also, also a very good guard. Right. We all heard of three points the first game. Uh, but the sophomore had 20 or 15 points on us, yeah. And so we've changed things defensively going into this, different matchups, different lineups, and how we're going to approach things. But she is a tough player. They, they have a good team. And like I said, I look today, well, I look all the time. I'm just a basketball <laughs> junkie. But uh, Melissa Marlowe, 22nd year coaching, uh-huh. eight, eight sectional championships. And I'm 27 years old. Yeah. And I told my girls, I said, you know. You got a ways to go, coach. Exactly. <laughs> I said she's been she's been coached as long as I've been alive. It's going yeah. to be a battle. It's going to be tough, but I've I've always dreamed of coaching in the high school basketball tournament. I can't wait for it. Yeah, and it's going to happen for you tomorrow. And what's uh, you you talked a little bit, and this is the fun stuff we talk about this time of year. Uh, you're here and talking to me. Sorry about that, but uh, your girls are enjoying a, a little bonding experience right now, are they not? They are. Yeah. Um, all all twelve girls are going to be on the uh, roster tomorrow night that are going to be dressed and are at. My point guard, my leader, Jenna Brunson's house, eating some spaghetti. They invited me tonight at practice. I told them, I said, just make sure you crank the radio up tonight at WRBI. <laughs> I do want to shout out uh, Please. my other two seniors, Sage Mergenthal and Kylie Lay, two seniors that uh, just do everything on the bench that you could ask for. They are Our bench has been crazy this year. We hit, Our big thing is and ones, diving on loose balls, and our crowd is going crazy and our bench, and it's a big, big thank you to those two seniors, Kylie and Sage. They make our bench atmosphere the greatest in the conference, in my opinion. Biggest thing for you guys heading in tomorrow night, what is the number one thing that you have to do well in order to uh, to defeat Rushville? The number one thing? Yeah. I think we have to contest three-point shots. I think we have to contest three-point shots, and the number two thing would be not to give up offensive rebounds. You know, three-point shots, long time, long rebounds. Yeah. you got to give them one chance. And got a rebound of basketball. All right. Coach, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming down to Brookville to be a, uh, on the show tonight down here at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. We wish you all the best tomorrow night. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Kyle Van Meter, first-year head coach out there at Franklin County. Uh, his uh, Lady Wildcats will be taking on Rushville in the only game Tuesday night at Greensburg. That is a 7 o'clock tip-off for those of you that can make it up to the Tree City. When we come back, we'll be speaking with Oldenburg's Eric Feller, and that will be followed by North Decatur's Matt Barker as the girls' sectional preview show continues here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Discover the freedom of auto pay from Great Plains Communications. No more paper bills. No more postage, no more check writing, no need to drop off a payment, and no more late fees. And now, when you sign up for AutoPay, you will also receive a one-time $10 bill credit. Log on to gpcom.com slash my-account and enroll today. Or call 866-382-4968. Some restrictions may apply. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRBI. Once again, welcome back to a very special edition of Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI as we continue with the 2022 Girls Basketball Sectional Preview. Lots of coaches on hand for tonight, including uh, this feller, Eric Feller from Oldenburg in his second year with the Oldenburg Academy Lady Twisters. Coach, great to have you on the show once again. 
Thanks, Bryce. Glad to be talking to you. Okay, let's uh, let's chat some Twister basketball. Let's first of all take a look at the big picture. Team coming in with a record of eight and twelve. You go two and four your last couple of games. Uh, one of those losses, an overtime loss to try. So all in all, not too bad. Yeah, I mean, even in a loss, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see our girls finally um, just see it all kind of put it together. For those who don't know, Try is a they're a one A school. We went up there. Mm-hmm last Tuesday night, and they, they've only got four losses to three different teams. And of those three different teams, they've got to combine one loss each, I think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Blue River, Waldron, and um, skipping on the last last team that, that, they've, that they've lost to. But they are a very good basketball team. And we went up there. We actually had an eight-point lead with five minutes left. And, and we didn't – we had one bad turnover in that kind of final stretch. But other than that, like, Tri just made plays. Like, yeah. they just – they stepped up, made plays. And, in fact – um, Kate Weber, actually, she hit a basket at the buzzer to send it in overtime. So to see that kind of growth from our girls from where we were at the beginning of the year to now and just just see them grow up with their inexperience, but their raw, the raw inexperience is just a great thing to see. Is that In that particular game with Try, was that a game where you were fighting and scratching and clawing to try to get back into it, or were you at one point in front and, and Try was able to, to catch you? So it was. Uh, it, we were we were down early a little bit, then we made a really good run right around the uh, end of the second quarter uh-huh. and in the, in the third quarter. And we had we we shot really well. Rachel Lamping, she's a girl that all year in practice has shot really well. And I kept, but she wasn't. It wasn't transferring into the games. And uh-huh. I kept telling her, Rachel, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen. And she has just been lights out from three. You know, probably since about um, the Waldron game. We got blown out by Waldron. But at the very end of that game, she hit a three. Yeah. And I remember telling myself, I said, that's going to be a big three because that's going to give her some confidence. Mm-hmm. And true to form, man, she's been great since then. So Sometimes we, it just we takes were, one, Coach. And, and it is. And I've, I've kind of learned that, you know, I've coached long enough to kind of know that even in those games where you're getting blown out, the end of those games for some of your starters are can be very important. And, and, it really, and that really was. So um, ever since about the Switzko game, we've just, then you can just see a light that just flickered on for a lot of our girls. Yeah, you've uh, picked up four wins since then. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, after try, you faced a, an outstanding Triton Central team. And I know that was a, that was a very one-sided affair. But uh, Triton Central's done that to a lot of teams this year. Oh, for sure. I mean, we weren't even scheduled to play them. We kind of – they had a cancer fundraiser that night, a big, their big one. And, and we uh, we were very, you know, very hesitant to play them at first. But, you know, I kind of agreed to it just because at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, this game's going to help us for sectionals. Sure. We're ready for the sectional environment. And it really was. We knew coming in what we were facing, and the girls knew what they were facing. And quite honestly, I thought we played fairly well. We we did a really good job getting to the basket. We just couldn't finish. You know, yeah. just could not finish in that game. And, man, Triton Central, I mean, they're just good. I mean, what are you going to do? They really are. Um, but I, I really think we learned we learned a lot in that game, and I, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to improve from Waldron. We just kind of, in our first Waldron game, we kind of, honestly, our girls just kind of freaked out. Yeah. And it was a mental thing, and I wanted to see what kind of improvement we would do against a team that was very similar to them. And, and uh, we definitely improved from that, from that Waldron game. Well, um, you close out the regular season on a high note. Get a good taste back in your mouth. You uh, pick up the victory at Milan 55-42. What went well for you in that game? Ball movement, no turnovers. You know, I think right. we had um, three turnovers and a half, four turnovers in the first half, which is probably the lowest we've ever had in a half wow. in the two years we've had here. And and you know what? My, um, I thought we played fairly well. My, Milan played well, too. They've got some talent there. I think Coach yeah. Boss is doing a good job some over there. Some decent size, too. Um, they're, 
decent size. They're long. They're just very raw. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's going to take a summer. She's going to have her first full summer to kind of work with these girls. And I think she's got them on the right track. But I just thought we, you know, we, we played smart basketball. And that's kind of the thing with girls is just teaching them the game of basketball that our girls have finally figured out what they're doing and why they're doing it, more importantly. On balance offensively, uh, the the team really continues to kind of funnel through Ellie Ryan, correct? It, it does. Ellie's our leading scorer. Um, she, man, she, and you can tell she's our hardest worker on the court in terms of extra time and shooting. If you would have told me this time last year that we would have, that she'd be our highest three-point shooter, I would have told you, like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. either we're a horrible three-point shooting <laughs> Or, you know, or we're not taking any threes whatsoever. So, but she shot the ball really well. But honestly, it's been very, very balanced for us when we've been making our run. And, and, uh, that's kind of what I think scares some teams is you really can't focus on one one girl um, for us because we've been fairly balanced scoring all around. Well, you mentioned, you know, Rachel's coming along. She's starting to hit the outside shot. I know Kate, Kate Weber's been a pretty good scorer for you this oh, season. Yeah. Um, talk about, let, let's talk about maybe a kid or two that kind of flies under the radar. And what I mean by that, you know, not necessarily a scorer, but, but the kid is out there working hard and doing something that just doesn't show up in the stat sheet that you like. I really like that as a coach. I, I think anybody who watches our games will will know this name, um, and they and they probably focus. On it. It's hard to game plan for her, but Hannah Havercoat. Yeah, she is not the biggest scorer in the world. She just fills up the entire stat sheet: steals, deflections, right? This just she is just incredible. Like I, I, I don't know how to explain it. She, I have said this a million times about her. She's like a lion. Yeah, she she sleeps. 22 hours a day but those two hours man (laughs) it's just a ball of energy and there's no one on the court that has more energy than her she will take one of the tougher defensive assignments and we'll put her on one of those girls and and she just does a great job attacking passing lanes uh reading eyes things like that on on defense and then offensively if we ever need a spark that's the girl that's going to give it to us um because of her energy all right. Well, let's let's turn our attention down to the sectional, and uh, you avoided the two Titans. Uh, Jackson Dell's in another game, and Waldron's in another game. So, you, so you open up with Rising Sun, a very competitive matchup that you guys had back in December in a game. If I recall, you won by six. Yeah, we. I went back in and watched that game um, earlier this week, and I, quite honestly, I didn't really think we played well. Uh-huh. We actually got down eleven in the second quarter. We uh, we just kind of chipped away at it, kind of chipped away until finally in the fourth quarter we, we pulled ahead. Kate Weber had some big free throws down the stretch. That was kind of like the turning point of our season around that time. And mm-hmm. I, we were the biggest thing is we were just trying to learn how to win, and that was such a huge game for us to try to learn how to win. And that was a game where I feel like we we just defensively kind of asserted ourselves a little bit after you know we had given up. 20 some points early in the second quarter and then we I think we only gave up 15 the last the last 25 minutes or so and our defense kind of started clicking a lot better um during in that game but it's going to be a little bit different this time around I think we're going to be better scouted for them you know we didn't have much time last time uh-huh. because of our uh, that was like our I think when we played them the first time that was like our fifth game in 8 days or something that was the, that was the last game of that run and yeah. you know I feel and almost all of them were road it, games too and yeah, you know, a lot of road games. Um, so our girls, you know, we'll be we'll be fine. I think in terms of they'll be prepared for sure. Um, it's just going to be a matter of can we take care of the basketball and can we can we finish? Right. And um, I mean, Rising Sun's got number ten. The Morris Morris girls really good. Yeah. 
she's a great shooter. You cannot leave her open whatsoever because she'll she'll hit some shots. Yeah. Um, especially when she gets her feet set. And then uh, uh, number thirty three Simpson, Simpson is also a girl we got to watch out for in the post. She's she's a monster rebounder. Just has a knack for the ball. So we'll definitely be prepared for for rising sun. And and you, but you just never know how these games are going to go. It's, it's a Tuesday night. It'll only be two teams in there, and uh, it's going to be it'll be a sectional game, but. It won't, you know, if we, if whoever's lucky to win that game, it won't be like Friday night where you're going to have four really, you know, four pretty solid fan bases in that gym and yep. it's going to be electric. No question. Um, which yeah, our goal is, our goal is for our girls to at least experience that Friday night atmosphere because um, they haven't, have not done that yet. So we were, um, we were fortunate not to draw Waldron or Jacksonville, but, um, and, or, you know, anybody else, if you look at the ratings, right. um, Rising Sun is, Statistically, you know, the worst rating team, and we're not that far ahead of them. So anything can happen um, in, in sectional. Well, we hope you hope you get that W, and hope you girls get your girls uh, get a chance to experience that uh, packed house on on Friday night and uh, a matchup with uh, the number one Lady Mohawks of Waldron. Uh, I got to say, you know, we played so poorly in that first one. You know, you kind of just naturally want to want another crack at them. But you know, quite honestly, I have not watched anything of Waldron. It's been a hundred percent. Rising sun for us now, so we'll be prepared for yeah. Tuesday, and we're really looking. Our, I know our girls are really looking forward, forward I can, to this week. I can give you a quick scouting report on them. You ready? Let's talk off the air. Uh, they're good. <laughs> they're good. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, and you know that. All right, Coach. Hey, uh, gr- yeah. greatly appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it's uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you all season long. We wish you the best uh, on Tuesday night against the Rising Sun Lady Shiners, and uh, good luck to you and the uh, Lady Twisters. Thanks, Bryce. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. That is Coach Eric Feller, the Oldenburg Academy Lady Twisters. We will be back with another interview on our girls' basketball sectional preview show here from Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. And once again, this is the Girls Basketball Sectional Preview Show on Country 103.9. It is a special edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And it's brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. Joining me now, he is the head coach of the Lady Chargers in his eighth season. That is Matt Barker. Matt, good evening and welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having us, Brian. Well, it's great to have you, and uh, a fine season that North Decatur has put together so far, and you and I had a chance to talk a little bit earlier this season, and if I could maybe uh, try to equate something to the Cincinnati Bengals, because they were talking about how the Bengals might be a year or two away from doing something special uh, because they are so young. You have an incredibly young team, yet you've put together a 16-6 and season. That's pretty darn good. Yes, and we've kind of thought that all along that maybe we, you know, next year was our year. But uh, we're to the point now. Why not? Uh, why not take a, take advantage of the situation and you know make it uh, this year our year? You know, we uh, got two juniors. The rest are all freshmen on this sectional team, and we'll start one junior, one sophomore, and three freshmen, and then bring a freshman off the bench for our sixth the sixth man. So we have a very young team, and 
going into the season, if you'd told me we were going to be 16 and 6, I knew we had talent. Yeah. But I wasn't sure how that would translate to to the high school level, you know, in their first year. But um, it, it's panned out so far. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going through your, your schedule right now, and you lost two games in late November. Uh, you lost to a very athletic Lawrenceburg team. Um, and then you also got beat by a Switzerland County team, whom you know they've got a couple of really talented twins. Um, and that was that was a road game for you. And then the four games that you lost in the row lost in a row. I mean, we're talking quality opponents: Eastern Hancock, Jacksonville, Waldron, and Rushville. I mean, that's that's a pretty good gauntlet of four teams right in a row for you. It is, and we and the girls were prepared for that. So in a sense, we went into them games. You know, let's let's not hang heads and let's learn from it. And since then, we were. You know, our JV and varsity is both undefeated since before four there since before Christmas, and then that stretch. Right. You know, th- those four games uh, at at the time we played at Jacksonville, and they were number two in the state in one A. Right. Uh, we played Waldron at home; they were number one in the state in one A. Yeah. Eastern Hancock on the road; they were number five in the state in two A. And then everybody <laughs> knows you played Melissa's team on the road at Rustville. Man, yes, that's a struggle. No kidding. No kidding. Well. Post-Christmas, um, this team is not lost. Six games, six wins, and uh, that's a pretty good stretch. It is, and five of those games were conference games, which yes. it allowed us to finish the season 5-1 uh, and one in the conference. And, you know, we end up second in the conference. Waldron, Waldron won it, of course, at 6-0, right. and oh, but really as strong as Waldron is, if you can finish second at 5-1, and one, it's something the girls ought to be proud of. No question. And I had joked that, you know, Waldron had won the conference back in November. They did clinch it early as compared to, like, the ORVC and the EIAC, so I said that jokingly, but uh, uh, Waldron certainly has a fantastic team. Really good team. They, they start five seniors, and, and that's they're kind of the team that we tell our girls, you know, maybe you want to emulate what they're doing right you know they they, they took some lumps when they were young and uh, but, but were competitive at the same time and if you grow together then you can have one of them special seasons yeah let's talk a little personnel here and uh, let's talk about some of your young kids uh you know three kids right now that that are currently averaging or have been averaging and in, in double figure scoring uh two of them freshmen or excuse me maddie allen a freshman madeline bowman a junior and uh ella coons a sophomore Yes, it. Uh, I was doing some figuring a little bit. We had to nominate some girls for all conference. We ended up with five girls that averaged over seven points a game in conference play. That's deep. Uh, but with, well, yeah, it's, it's really deep. You know, we've said that all along that we're kind of one of those teams. It's hard. We're really hard to scout because you don't know which girl on which given night's going to. Yep. It's going to be her night, whether it be from outside or on the inside. But in regards to those three, uh, uh, Maddie Bowman, she's our junior, really good athlete, uh, uh, really good long defender for us. She's got varsity experience. She started uh, two years ago on our sectional championship team in the sectional. Uh So, you know, we're going to lean on her a little bit here in this uh, sectional run because she's been there before. Uh, Then you got Ella Coons. Ella Coons is a legitimate six-foot post player. Uh Really strong, rebounds really well. At times, she struggles to finish, but when she does finish, not too many post players can guard her. She had 24 the other night at Edinburgh. Wow! And then you get then you got Maddie Allen, the freshman, plays way above her years. Uh, she she runs a lot of point guard for us. Uh, pretty sure she's leading us in scoring on the season. Right. It has the ability to shoot the ball, can get to the rim, and lately where her game's really improved is. She's got better defensively, but she's also become a really good decision maker at point guard. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you know the, the players that we're talking about, and you mentioned that you know you have so many different kids that can that could kill another team on any given night, and they all they all kind of go about doing it a different way, don't they? They do, and you know we mentioned them players and Ella and and Maddie and Maddie primarily want to do their scoring. What I say, 15, 15 feet and in. Yeah. 
Well, with 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 that, you have to have the ability to open the floor up a bit, you know, a little bit. Sure. Well, then you throw it. You throw in freshman guards Kelsey Haley and Casey Barker. Uh, who's that? Who's that Barker kid, by the way? I, I see her every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but they're really good three point shooters, yeah. and you know, in three of our last four games, besides the Edinburgh game, I believe they were one of them two actually led us in scoring. Right. So that goes back to scouting us. Well, if you look at late season game tape and how them two have started to progress and get more confident, you've you've actually, I mean, you've got to close out on them. Yep. So by closing out on them, it opens things up for the other girls. So like I said, it's, it's a hard scout. We just we got to hit shots and, and play smart. Yeah, and and these kids that we're talking about too, especially the kids that are leading you in scoring, they're they're not kids that just score the ball. I mean, you've got, I mean, these kids are pulling down rebounds, they're dishing it off, they're making, they're they're they're, they're getting the steals and the deflections. I mean, it's it's far from a, a single faceted uh, type uh, approach for these kids. That, that's exactly right, and, and they can guard in multiple ways, which helps. And yeah. We're going to face a team tomorrow on Tuesday night with South Ripley that's going to present a lot of problems with their length. Right. Uh, but we have some length, too. Right. You know, the Bowman girl, the Allen girl, and Coons girl in particular, uh, you know, they have, some, they have some length, a lot more length than, uh, than a lot of teams that, you know, South Ripley will play or even will play. Right. Well, you're, uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about your matchup with South Ripley. You uh, faced them at the end of November, back on November 30th, down in Versailles, and that was a game which you guys won 53-42. to 42. What went well for you that night? Uh, our ball movement was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were – and, and in, in South Ripley's to defense, um, I think they've won out eight games in a row late here in the year. They've been on a pretty good uh, roll, yeah. They've been on a good roll, be some quality teams. They're back to full health. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's helped. But then, like I told the girls – you don't win by 11 at South Ripley by luck or by coincidence. Sure. You know, we, we were able to do some things in the half court uh, by spreading them out. And I thought really in the second half, we were we scored a lot inside by making the extra pass. But that all started because we hit some shots right before that. So, you know, as long as we don't turn it over and our saying is be us and get high quality shots, then um we should be successful, which is what we've done, or what we did down there back in late November. Yeah, and and uh, you certainly hit on a couple of good key points right there. If you could give me maybe an intangible, what's an intangible that's hanging out there? He said, you know, this would really be in our favor if we could do this. What's that? It, 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 it's and this is going to sound crazy. You know, it's 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 simply getting off to a good start. Yeah, anybody not crazy not, at all, coach. And that's not just in every game, but probably more so against South Ripley than anybody else on the schedule. Mm-hmm. And the way they've played here in the last four to six weeks, it, uh, methodical is almost the way I want to describe it. Yeah, you, you know, they're willing to sit back. They're willing to take some time off the clock. You know, the Jack game, I think it was 10-8 at the half. Yep. You know, they had 12 at the end of the third against Switzerland County. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're willing. We've kind of told the girls, first one to 35 yeah. might be sitting in a catbird seat. Well, that so could be. If, if you come out slow and you look up and you're down ten to three or eleven to three, now you've played into their style and in the in, in the way they want to play the basketball game in terms of you know sitting back a little bit, slowing it down a little bit. So we need to get we need to get a good start, get ahead of them, and maybe get the game played more at our pace. So, coach, what you're telling me then is that you're not willing to uh, break out the picnic blanket, the pizza, and the soft drinks if if they decide to slow it down a little bit against you. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> now, if we got, now, if we got a five or six point lead, we might sit back. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, Coach, it has been an absolute pleasure to uh, talk to you. It's great catching up with you once again, and uh, we will uh, look forward to seeing you guys uh, tomorrow night uh, down at Southwestern Hanover as you take on South Ripley. Should be a great game. Hey, thanks for having me this evening, and 
uh, thanks for what you do for ladies basketball. I appreciate that, Coach. Uh, thank you so much, and good luck. Matt Barker, okay. head coach of the uh, North Decatur Chargers, and we'll be back more with our girls' basketball sectional preview show after this timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum oh! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. And we're back one final time to put a wrap on tonight's uh, special edition of Coach's Corner, our girls' basketball sectional preview show. Big thanks to all the folks here at Ison's who always treats us very, very well. Ison's Family Pizza, this is what this show is delivered by after all. We also have Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Burton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. I cannot tell you how thrilled to death I was that we got uh, all 10 of the coaches that we extended an invitation to to be on this show. They were all on the show tonight in some way, shape, or form. Um, I know firsthand what the uh, demands are uh, on a head coach. Uh, most people don't really have any idea at all on what is asked of them behind the scenes. It is a lot. And for each one of them on the night before uh, the start of the sectional uh, to spend some time with me, whether it was uh, whether it was an on-air interview or earlier uh, that we included in the show tonight or they actually physically came down here to Ison's and sat across the table from me and we had a chance to talk for about 10 minutes, uh, that means the world to me. And I really, really appreciate each and every one of those coaches uh, for taking time out of, uh, of an unbelievable schedule uh, just to give a little bit of their time to uh, hopefully entertain all of you folks for a couple of hours. So I'm thanking all of them now, and I will mention them again by name as I mention who they will be playing in uh, the sectional this week. We'll start at 4A sectional 14 at Bloomington North. Uh, Kevin Moore's East Central Trojans will take on Columbus North in the second game. That'll start around 745. 3A sectional 29 at Greensburg. Kyle Van Meter's Franklin County Lady Wildcats will battle Rushville in the only game on Tuesday. That is a 7 o'clock tip-off. Uh, Brian Helvey's Batesville Lady Bulldogs and Jason Simpson's Greensburg Lady Pirates will go at it for a third time this season. They play in game number two on Wednesday night. That will start around 7.30. That will be a broadcast game on WRBI. 2A sectional 45 at Southwestern Hanover. You have Tyler Johnson's South Decatur Lady Cougars. They will battle Switzerland County uh, in the first game on Tuesday. That to start at 6 o'clock. And then the second game on Tuesday... Matt Barker's North Decatur Chargers against Matt McNew's South Ripley Lady Raiders. We will have both of those games for you uh, tomorrow night on Country 103.9 WRBI starting around 540 with the pregame show. Carissa Voss and her Milan Lady Indians, they drew the bye. They play Friday night, and they will take on the winner of that Charger-Raider matchup. Wrapping things up at 1A sectional 60 at Waldron, Eric Feller's Oldenburg Academy Lady Twisters will take on Rising Sun in the only game Tuesday night. 
That's a 7 o'clock start. And meanwhile, uh, Jackson Dell and Coach Scott Smith, the Lady Eagles, will battle Hauser in the first game on Wednesday night. That is a 6 p.m. tip. If you'd like to see the complete details of all of those sectionals, plus one other one down at West Washington that involves uh, both Edinburgh and Shaw, some teams out of the um, Mid-Hoosier and ORVC, respectively, you can catch that online at WRBIRadio.com. Last but not least, we'd like to thank John Heil for uh, working the extra time tonight, uh, run, running the board and taking care of all the uh, uh, pushing the knobs and turning the levers and all that good stuff. I don't even think I said that right. But anyway, John, really appreciate the help, and we'll talk to you again uh, tomorrow night. But that's going to put a wrap on the show here. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening. I'll be back in tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 noon to take you through your afternoon. For now, Bryce Kendrick saying thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening, and so long for now. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at WRBIRadio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.